Hello and welcome to the 6++ Plus Show, a podcast for your wargaming and 40k needs. Hobby talk, tactics, tournament reports, lore and much more. We have it all. Please welcome your host for the evening, Tom. Welcome ladies, gentlemen and avatars of Kane to that 6++ Plus Show. The edition may be dead, but we are not. So we are here and we are going to keep talking. Um, I hope everyone's well. Do chime up in the chat if you are watching in. Let us know your thoughts. Um, today we have some general previews and musing on the remainder of the ninth meta for you. Um, but first, let's address who is here. First up, as always, is my dear leader, Chris. How are you doing, Chris? I am very well. How are you? I'm good. I think you've got a very sharp haircut there, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, skin fade, baby. It's pretty sick. Very, very nice. Thank you. And have you done any 40King or hobbying of late, Chris? Anything to report? No, I've been <laughs> ill. I've been ill. Oh, um, you were, you were I sick. I was ill. So, and what happened was that basically once a year for two weeks, I've become obsessed with snooker. Ah. And uh, we're currently in the throes of the World Championships. I've been watching a lot of snooker. And then on top of that, I've been doing a lot of reading. I got into um, Lockwood & Co. The, I don't know if you've seen the Netflix series. Yes, it's basically have, a child's book. So I spent my weekend reading like three children's books and I'm now on the final Amazing. one. And uh, I've done zero, zero 40k. Uh, <laughs> Research for work, of course, those children's books. Absolutely. Yeah. So when those children are like, reading the book, I'm like, I've read that and they think I'm really cool and hip. Here's a question. What is your absolute like favourite like kids sort of written sort of novel series that you read when you were younger? What's like the standout? Is there any that you would still like? I'd happily go back and read that. Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl is right in there. I actually went and saw Owen Colford do a reading of that yeah, <laughs> when, yeah. I was, when I was little, and it was amazing. I love those books so much. I really like Darren Shan as well, the vampire ones. They were very, awesome. very cool. Have you very, seen the film? Cool. The uh, the Artemis Fowl film? It's one of the worst things. Worst? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, genuinely think, I think they murdered Darren me. Chan as well. Yeah, I've, they absolutely screwed those. Oh, angry. So angry. There's a, there's a fantasy series as well that I absolutely love, the, the Edge Chronicles. Did you ever great yeah. read? Those were really cool. I have a lot of those as well. And super, super. Red Wall? Did you ever read Red Wall? I did Wall? like Red Wall. You I hate did. all the classics. Yeah, and the, the Welkin Weasels, which was like rip-off Red Wall. That was very good as yeah. well. I enjoyed that a lot. There were some excellent, excellent ones. Good times. <laughs> Good times, but yeah, no so many good books. David, are you quiet because you grew up before writing was invented? <laughs> no, I didn't like. No, I didn't learn to read until I was twenty-two, right? So ah, <laughs> that's a proper northern lad. And also, yeah. I'm northern. Don't read fucking books, lads. I accidentally carved some letters in a potato and, and realised what I'd invented. Um, also, as you've gathered, Davey's here. How are you doing, Davey? You're right. Oh, hi. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, it's all right, mate. I'm doing fine. What's new with you? Oh man. Uh, I've got a poorly dog, and oh, no. yeah, he's very sad. He's at the t he's, a, he's hurt his back, so he's he's on rest for the week, um, which really kind of uh, jumped me out of how sad I was about my crap performance at uh, the GT at the weekend. <laughs> um, so I've completely transformed my uh, focus to this coming weekend, where uh, where new target, new target to go after. So we'll be going through uh, which pluses yes. are, are attending. Because we're yeah, about, I think, a third of the field. There's a small army of Pluses attending. Yes, yeah. so I think yeah. I think that would be the best time because we can reflect on what you've learned from the event you just had and how you how you're changing that going mm. forward. That'll be be interesting to hear about it. <laughs> Davey's like, I haven't learned. <laughs> yeah, no, I've learned. I learned nothing. <laughs> and of course, completing our 
team of four tonight. I have Ed. How are you doing, Ed? I'm not bad. Not bad. I've been off no. for a week. I'm back at work now, so the brain drain is setting in. Yeah. Uh, as everyone knows, that first week when you come back is the it's one horrible. where you, yeah, you go, oh, I could do with another week off. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, alas, shall not be. How, how Do you have any response to Dave Gresham in the chat claiming that your the banner behind you is an enormous flag of surrender? Flag of surrender? <laughs> do I look like I'm French? <laughs> Alienating like a 0.3% of our viewer base. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Very good. And any any new sort of hobby hobbiness in your life? Ed? Uh, I've been playing some more Grey Knights. Enjoying you have? Them. Yeah, seeing if um, I want to take them for the rest of the edition, which would just be team events. So yeah, basically you need to work out what everyone else is doing, and I will fit in around that as well. They're pretty cool, aren't they? They are pretty yeah. cool. The, yeah. um, the big question on everyone's lips, though, is what texture paint would you paint Grey Knights? I think, Good question. given that there's a fairly sharp deadline, and I have other things that I need to be doing in my life at the moment, I would be doing them silver. And then texture paint the base, you know. Oh, well, oh, yeah. probably, probably like a blue lava effect. And then when I get time to repaint, go back and do some like blue directional lighting from the the floor. Nice. Okay. But uh, either that or right, statues. Okay. You're never <laughs> going back to the med. Once they're painted, you never go back. I do. I do. Tom does. I do go Tom's, back. Tom's weird. But that's also because I... I never finish anything the first time I do it ever in my entire life. So I. I <laughs> went back and put teeth on my nids after I did them. Oh, that's cute. The first time round, yeah, because they were technically only two and a half colours. So I was like, I should probably fix that. <laughs> <laughs> they were very much a quick and uh, a quick and dirty army. Yeah, it can it can be really rewarding. I enjoy it, especially like if an army comes back around or you're having a little run on it again, and you can just see a few things that you'd like to change. I think it's it's nice, nice to sort of add little twists. Um, I'm hopeful that that's what I'll do a lot of in in tenth, but we'll see. Maybe I'll just start a bunch of new armies and just keep keep running in a straight line forever. <laughs> Great. Okay, so we have got. A big event preview because we're going to talk through Peterborough Slam. I think it's a nice little snapshot of the meta at the moment. We've got a bunch of players going, so we're going to sort of review the various different things people are taking and talk about, you know, the ins and outs of what we think particular armies are good at at this moment in time, how they might fare. Um, we're also going to revisit pin the win rate on the faction because post data slate, we've got one final little chunk of ninth edition, and we want one more go at competing for the big prize of of having won that. <laughs> um, and we'll do some listener questions at the end. But first, we are incredibly good at self-promotion. Phenomenally good, in fact. So Chris is going to lead us in the Plus Roundup. Chris, round us up. Um, well, we did a bog watch. Thank you, Davey. Davey's a star. Thank you, Davey. And we did one more video. And that one more video featured someone called Stephen Box. Yeah, a little up-and-coming lad. Um, Rudy nice. has it. He could be the next big thing. Um, <laughs> but no, he joined Tom and they spoke about World Eaters. On we had a lot of fun Easter with that. It was, yeah, really, really good time. And uh, we got quite a lot into Angron in particular because um, Steve's a big yeah. fan of Angron. I love Angron as well. Actually, having played against him a couple of times, I see real use in that in that Primark. So we we had a good chat around that. So if you want to want to hear Steve's thoughts on that and a, a little bit of us mucking around as well either side, um, then that's that's a, a good listen as well. Yeah. Um, other than that, nothing. But we do have a battle report um, coming out 
very shortly, which is um, between Dave's Grey Knights and Lee's Chaos Space Marines. Oh, exciting. Yeah, interesting. So, okay. um, that should be good. Um, that's just a bite-sized bat rep. Other than that, it's, I guess, relatively quiet. Yeah, it is a quiet time. It is a quiet time. It's a quiet time for myself as well. I don't know. I think everyone's feeling this around the game at this moment in time. It's hard to get inspired about something that's about to be out of commission. Um, and at the same time, we are getting excited about all these new things that we're seeing. But also, because 10th is so incomplete at this moment in state, at moment in time, I'm quite loath to start digging into and making sense of it when I don't have all the information. So it, we are a little bit in stasis at the moment. So do do bear with us. Uh, we've been very busy. We've worked very hard. And we will again. But we're just uh, catching a little bit of rest whilst we're able to. Um, if doing a weekly live show is catching a little bit of rest. But we did um, hit 3,000 subscribers. We did. We did. That was fantastic. Yeah, that's very exciting. We, we were quite baffled at how quickly we hit that this year since we sort of reorganized and got everything running again. So massively exciting. Thank you to everybody who's subscribed. We hope you're enjoying the content. And as you say, get ready for 10th because we're going to throw the kitchen sink at it. It's going to be a really, really good time. Uh, fantastic. Okay. So first up, Peterborough Slam, right? Mm. Big event. Big one. Um, we've got a lot of people attending. So what we're going to do today is chat through our various team members who are going to Peterborough Slam. And we're going to talk a little bit about their army, where it's currently at in the meta, and talk about what they're doing with it and how we, th what sorts of positives, negatives, challenges, strengths we think that has. Specknall says 10th Ed Hype. That's absolutely right. Get excited. I'm going to be at Warhammer Fest. I'm, a, I'm playing Age of Sigmar, though. Um, and I'm going to learn how to play 10th in my spare time. If, if there's, I'm told that someone will teach me, so that's good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to running the Tyranid half of a starter box at someone and being shot off the board by Space Marines, as is, as is tradition. Um, so here we are. It's the Tuesday show. Um, David, yeah, do, you, oh, do you want to take point on this? And we'll, we'll sure, react, I absolutely react will. Welcome to Dim After Dark. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, no, the Tuesday show. Swap with a six instead of a D. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Creativity smashing it. Okay. So, uh, we are looking at the Peterborough Slam GT in Peterborough near London. Haha. <laughs> um, 41 players, 5 rounds, faction breakdown, Imperial with 5 Custodes, one, ad one Guard and 1 Admech, Space Marines, 4 Dark Angels, because they haven't learned that they're crap yet, <laughs> uh, Salamanders, Man of Iron yeah. Hats, um, we've got Chaos with 1 CSM, Two Death Guard and Demons. Apologies about the two, the CSM. Uh, I literally, because I was running out of time today, copied it off um, Paul's written notes, and he never put the Legion, so he just said CSM. Um, I can have a look while we're while we're talking. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll uh, take that up now. Five Demons, that's a number. Um, two <laughs> Votan, four Orcs, three Tau, two Necrons, one Tyranid. Sounds like a ledge and an Orc. <laughs> So the faction podiums are Demons and Custodes at top one, number one, Dangles and Orcs at number two, and Tau at number three. Super faction stats, 11 Xenos, six plus pluses, uh, nine, nine six plus pluses, <laughs> and eight more, more than Chaos players. Yes, there are oh, more, that... more of us than... We're the second super faction. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. What do we think of that spread, guys? Does that look representative? Any, any surprises in there? Only one Eldar. I'm surprised at that. Yeah, what one Eldar is odd. One I, I, I don't think one Eldar is that odd. I'm, I think I'm more surprised at one guard. Mm. I think I'm most surprised at five custodies. 
Yeah, that's the bit that stands out to me is how many custodies are there. That's um, all the de guys who were, demons who were you'd playing... expect, right? Demons very popular right now. A custodes are the guys that were playing Dark Angels, and now they don't have transhuman and everything. They're like, oh, well, I want something big and strong to march up the table with. <laughs> and, just playing, and then, oh, custodies are tough, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, people that like rolling fours need to do something with their time. Yeah, um, custodies... and that, that is why Custodies got the nerf in the data slate. Yeah, um, exactly. Because that is the logic that they went with. For... Yeah. But, it was uh... quite sharp, actually, seeing that coming and seeing it off before it happened. Um, I respect yeah. that. There's a lot <laughs> well, of orcs. Orcs don't normally have yeah. that many players. That's quite cool. I'd be, I, orcs feel like an outside bet here as something that might, something that might do well. Yeah, it's a Je funny one, isn't it? Yeah, Jack Tight in the chat says the question is whether six plus plus can triumph over the power of chaos, by which he means himself. Yeah. Um, and we'll see. We'll see, Jack Tight. Someone's got to get you sometime, sir. Yeah. Some We're... point soon. <laughs> we'll beat you, Jack. We're coming. We're yeah. coming. Claim the odds, mate. You're out back, back for another beating. Um, that is very exciting, and hopefully, hopefully, Jack Tight has a, a strong performance as always. What's, um, um, what's Orcs game into custodies like? Oof. Pretty good, right? Just volume attacks. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like volume and can potentially pin them in. And yeah, they don't, don't rely on rerolls. Strength yeah. five, so transhuman doesn't do much. Yeah, you're really struggling to limit the output. They could bounce a little bit off the two up armor saves, but yeah, I mean you're making them roll so many saves. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's what Completely. I found when I played into Kieran's orcs. It was just like, oh, you can actually hurt me, and I can't shoot you that quickly. Yeah, mm. no, hundred percent. And I think um, Tau will be an interesting one to watch as well and see whether the uh, the little buffs they've improved helps them at all to get in the mix. I think the Tau probably suffer to the, like by the sounds of it. If if all three Tau players got through to like the second round, third round, and all all five Demon players did, you know, and they hit each other, I know it's <laughs> unlike statistically unlikely, <laughs> but I think Demons obviously pushed the Tau players out, right? Depends which Demons, I guess. I believe. I, so, but I, don't I know. played Demons at Coventry when I was playing Tau, for three of the first four rounds. So that sounds <laughs> statistically likely, Davey. I think, I think they just fucking magnetically attract each other. And yes, it is a miserable matchup. Yeah. 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 Demons so, won't yeah. play the nice, honest game of just getting also, shot. there is, like, no terrain here. So Is it terrain light? Is it interesting? It's okay. like, okay. well, there are the middle board. The staging area is very minimal. Right. Um, you can kind of hide in your deployment zone, fine, but... On a lot of the maps, there isn't a good, clear space where you're going to stage your army to hit. Um, right. Next turn, there's kind of like a small ruin, which will hold a unit or two. Um, so I would imagine that there's a potential for the shooting oh. armies to run away with it. Yeah, that might explain the spread, because it looks like you've basically got some good shooting armies and then some guys that can take a punch and close on you, right? That yeah. seems to pretty much be... Custos, Dark Angels, Death Guard, Orcs, Necrons, yeah, Demons. So yeah, that, that that would fit, and it would explain perhaps why the Elves are um, in hiding because they don't fancy it. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, are, are we going to talk through our pluses? Yeah. Is that the plan? So let's have a look. So the plus uh, bring in an Art of Armor detachment of Legends. Oh, fantastic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So here's here here are all the players that we are taking. Nice. Um, so uh, have you got uh, BCP open top? 
I do. I do have BCP open. Yeah, I see. We've used oh. the extra stratagem to, to take two Daves and two Jamies, which is yeah, smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, that's a good play from us. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> all right, should we uh, should we chat uh, David Murdoch without? Let's without do it. Resident. Who wants Grey to take Knight David Murdoch and give us a rundown? Yeah, Ed, you nail it. Yeah, sure. Present brethren. Six games with. <laughs> Six games with Grey Knight. Who needs yeah, 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 yeah. Sound, I've got that. this. Uh, Present <laughs> brethren. So you've got the usual murder librarian. You've got a tech marine because he's just great at buffing up the the, uh, the ever present dread knights. Then you've got the grand master and the dread knight. He has all the usual stuff: the teleport, the once per game three up invun teleport, and you get shot. Obviously, then he's mm. got Drago in there because he's just a bad man. So um, very character heavy in this list. Actually, he's gone yeah. for a, an apothecary. And then uh, a couple of small squads of paladins, which is interesting. Mm. Two three-man squads. I think they're not a bad choice. They're good objective holders. You can sit out in the open and hold it a little better than strikes or terminators can, because you're going to cast armored resilience on yourself, get that one up or a zero up save and cover. Uh, then he's got some servitors, two squads of interceptors, not the usual three, mm. and just full violence with the dread knights. So basically, once one dread knight is going to get dragoed, so he's going to get full chapter master rerolls. Mm -hmm. One's going to get tech marined, uh, and then they'll use the prescient brethren stratum. So he's rerolling ones, hitting wounds. So hitting on twos, rerolling ones, on both of those. And I assume he's just going to shoot everything, and then charge everything, and then kill everything while doing a healthy <laughs> sprinkling of psychic actions to score loads of fucking points. Yeah, yeah, that certainly looks to be the plan here. Remind me what Prescient Brethren gets you, Ed. So Grey Knights don't actually get a bonus for having a Brotherhood, right, which is so, sad. Okay. But their strat, I believe, is the reroll ones to hit and wound for a CP, which ah, is lovely, very yeah. good. Yeah, uh, yeah, And then they have a spell as well, but it doesn't come to mind, so it's probably dog shit. So it's just about squeezing sort of combat efficiency out at the right moment, is it? Yeah, absolutely. And Prescient Brethren do Dread Knights the best. Yeah, very, very cool. They do yeah. the, the other ones are Strikes the best as well, right? Um, yeah, yeah. The Inceptors, they do them well. Inceptors, you can slap that re-rolls on them. Or you can take them as Rapiers, because then you can give them extra attacks and exploding sixes. Both are pretty mm -hmm. good. I feel mm -hmm. like Prescient Brethren are just like a better middle of the road if you don't want to fully tunnel in on one strategy. But... Sure thing. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. What what sorts of things in the I mean, I guess in the meta in general, but also at this event, what sorts of things is is Dave going to be looking for here, and what sorts of things might you have to watch out for? I think it's an interesting list in that the normal list, which takes more interceptors, is definitely more vulnerable to needing to be behind terrain. So yeah. I wonder if he's because I haven't talked to him about it. I wonder if he's just gone. There's not much terrain here. I want to take things that can stand out in the open, and mm. then small squads that can take advantage of the staging terrain. So I think he's probably quite happy into everything other than the guard. Um, obviously, yeah. you get the the tide that you can sit in against demons, which is nice. That gives you just flat reroll ones to hit and wound. That's pretty uh, lovely. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, just just great. Yeah, uh, yeah, wouldn't even need to spend the CP on a strat. Um, other than that, yeah, he's got a good army, good amount of shooting. Not the shootiest, but fairly punchy in melee as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a really, really well-rounded list. I think the dynamism and the flexibility in Grey Knights is really something, as you say, it's very balls-to-the-wall aggressive. It throws waves and waves of stuff at you, and it will shoot and smite and fight you to death. And I always find that once you've got through the outer layers, there's just a bunch of characters who are just absolute ballers who just come in and, and finish the job. Um so yeah, really cool mix of tools in here. A lot of characters, as you say. <laughs> the tech marine. He's got the uh, the warlord trait 
the Pressing Brethren Wall of Traits to farm CP for a psychic action. Oh, very nice. Oh, Just, nice. you know, to really round it out. Yeah, help help everything go off. Excellent. Okay. Well, I think I think Dave's well placed here in this field, and I think he's got a lot of tools. So good luck to you, Dave. Go smash it. Um, next up, I guess I'll do my list. Yeah. Yeah. You best explain <laughs> what the hell you've done, Davey Little. Let's have a look. Yeah. So um, it's two. It's Hive Tyrant with well, sh with Shard Gullet, Swarm Lord, three times thirteen Hormigants. I've dropped a few of them mm -hmm. in each squad. Death Leaper, two times three Paravors that are, that are in a drop pod. Uh, three zone throw-ups, Parasite Mortrex, and two counterfixes. So, um, and it's all in Gorgon, so I'm auto-wounding on fours. Mm -hmm. uh, my my Hormigans do a, a lot more work than they probably have um, the ability, that, that they should do. Um, I've got three Tyrant Guard in there as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, it's kind of, I've dropped one of the, I, I was playing two drop pods because it was fun, but I've realized it is a massive, massive um, cro crooks on the list. Mm -hmm. because as soon as someone takes bring it down you're literally giving them nine points in front of their deployment zone yes and are, yeah. um and then yeah so it's just so i've decided that while it was fun it it shouldn't be done um <laughs> so now so now this list only gives up like 90 on uh no prisoners and uh, nine on bring it down so okay it's, yeah yeah nice. it feels it feels a lot better it doesn't give up as much so so yeah but uh but what's fun is uh, i had a practice game with ed with the old version of the list, but still relevant, uh, last week. And uh, one of the interesting things was actually into Grey Knights, um, changing my adaptive to reroll denies. Mm -hmm. So definitely mm -hmm. something that I will whip out when when against the Psychic Army. And yeah. for the other six people who play Tyranids, we did a tier list on the adaptive. <laughs> Check that one out. We discussed why you might want to use that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that and Territorial flexibility is nice, isn't it? Definitely. It is. It is. It's. It's interesting because yeah, you know, against Dave, I'd probably, I'd probably take that. Um, whereas what? against most other people, I'd take the obsec monsters. Yeah. One thing I hadn't realised with Gorgon that I think absolutely amps it up is that the the wounding works on the shooting as well as the combat. I know we played the other day, and I was surprised by that. That adds a lot of flexibility to a whole range of the different weapons you've put in this list. As far as I yeah, can. that's why I really like the two squads of three paravors. Yeah. Some people take like one paravot to screen out, do actions and things, because it's only 40 points or something. Mm -hmm. um, but I actually think they absolutely wreck some stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and of course, you know, they're, they're, they're excellent at Overwatch. They've got a 2CP strategy, which we've discussed before, that does mortal wounds to people. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, they, they, they do, they, I think they, they get more than 120 points worth back. Definitely. No, definitely. And obviously, you you being the tyrant head that you are, you will know what sorts of things you like, what sorts of things you don't. But what's what's good for Gorgon right now, and what are your issues? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> issues. So, good armies. Yeah, yeah good armies, essentially. <laughs> Anything that, isn't a, that, that has plenty of vehicles. So I had round one at the weekend was knights. Um, just, it might as well have just said, should we go for a breakfast? Because it was, it's just rough. <laughs> Um, however, I've changed the list a little bit, so it has the two counterfexes in now, so they can shoot, etc. Okay. So, okay. so it's a little bit more, I think, even, uh, like you know, a little bit more flexible. But yeah, knights, I'm not a big fan of. Um, I always, I think, I back myself into mostly anything, but um, I appreciate, like you know, um, Weldy is it was a tough matchup with Angron. I don't really know how to deal with Angron. Um, it's it's very very difficult. Um, mm. But yeah, I know, and obviously, uh, armies that score passively is a difficult one. Um, but yeah, yeah that, for sure. 
Yeah, because secondary game is quite vulnerable, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's looking at this list that you built here, it does look like you... I, mean, I think the issue with Tunage is having enough stuff to keep in mm. the game and keep contesting it all the way through. It looks like you have spread threats quite wide and quite cheaply, actually, in a way that it does feel like this has a lot of tools to hit out and trade and do things. Uh, I think the Carnifex has definitely helped with that. Um, the Hormigant squads are at a nice size. So, yeah, it's cool. I think it's good and flexible. You might have to manage the terrain quite cleverly in terms yeah, of what, so, what's on the board and what isn't when you start. Yeah, one of the tricks that um, actually the game with Ed taught me was putting a, putting Hormigant in reserve. 100%. Yeah. Um, because when they come on, they can come on in my deployment zone. Into, if I've got only one place I can hide, I can literally just stage them off the yeah, board. Completely. And, of course... Desolated Marines can't kill something that's not on the board. No, sir. So that's quite good. I hear that's coming in the next data slate. They thought they weren't strong enough. They're like, one line of sight, not on the board. We're going to uh, fuck you your up. fucking reserves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh, so what they heard was they, they heard people unit. saying, Desolated Marines can shoot you off the board. And they went, now that's an idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a lot of time for that. Let's have it. Let's burn it all down. No, that's great, man. As, yeah, this is something I think a lot of armies are doing right now. Any and all sort of uh, additional units that you want to stay alive need to be able to potentially come in in a turn or two once you've actually got a presence on the board and are starting to sort out things like Desolation Marines and get them busy with other stuff, basically. You don't want to be in a position where they can just pick up your sort of utility units at their luxury. That's a really frustrating start to a game, so you make sure that drops in later. This is what I do with Eldar now as well, right? None of the cheap, squishy units turn up until I've pretty much got things going in earnest. Um, otherwise, they're just going to die for, for no particular goal and give your opponent secondary points. So, yeah, looks sensible to me. Very Absolutely. good. Very, yeah. very good. So, Franco McDonald. Anyone more qualified than me for Chaos Demons? It's McDonald, Tom, for a start. Sorry, I put a D on there, Franco. I'm sorry, mate. I've let you down. I'll take I it. I go I... through this. Oh, sure. No, no if you want to go through. He's probably on his farm. Yeah, so he is playing Demons Good Stuff. It uh, is. You may have seen this list before or something similar. Um, so just skipping past the shit that everyone's seen already, the choices that I really like is he's gone for two units of Demonettes mm -hmm. and one unit of Pink Horrors. Pink horrors are going to be fantastic on this terrain because it's really fucking hard to shoot them off the objective. Yeah, nice. You'll probably kill seven, and then he'll roll some dice, <laughs> and then he'll have fifteen, and then he'll kill six, and then he'll roll some dice, and then he'll have fourteen. And it's incredible levels of bullshit. Uh, yeah. I've played against a full Zinch army before with Tau. Turns out those motherfuckers don't die. Um, he's <laughs> the demonettes are just great. They are fast enough that they can sort of come in i think he's also yeah he's running a transweaver as well so he'll go for the locus get yep. them getting a, a six inch or a five inch deep strike mm -hmm. um charge always nice to have other than that he's got bellicor he's got the unkillable bloodthirster with all the usual the king of blades the brazen hide yada 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 you know it uh he's got a flux master because he's great great for actions just great in general mm -hmm. uh and then he's got two units of fiends and three units of flamers i think fiends are probably my pick for the best unit in the book that's and that's, super good. that's a little bit of a hipster opinion i don't know that it's necessarily true but i got i've been bent over by fiends pre-points cut <laughs> and then they got cut to 30 points each yeah and they're just so nasty like yeah. they're so hard to deal with uh obviously flame is still fantastic and i think uh bellicor gives chapter master rerolls as well doesn't he so yeah. 
I mean, they're pretty good. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. With the shrouded step on the flamers, that just keeps some armies so honest. It's unreal. Yeah. Like all the armies I play hate that. Like anything where it's like I, I don't have stuff to leave spaces. Yeah. Um, being able to just and that was something Byron when I played in the other week did so well. You just keep those little packs jumping in, causing problems all game while the other stuff gets to work. Fiends, I agree. They're just so durable and they punch so hard for what they cost. They're, like, they're very, really stodgy block of wounds to throw out there. He's got delightful agony so he can give him a feel no pain and then they just take a lot of effort to shift. So yeah, it looks, as you say, it looks like he's well set up for the terrain here. He's got a bunch of stuff that will hide and teleport out and he's got some stuff that can take a punch and hold in the open while the rest gets stuck in. How many great demons you got? Uh... uh a cowardly two. two. Ah, so one starts in reserve and then one and probably Bellacor starts in the battlefield, right? Yeah, yeah Bell so Bellacor starts behind the big ruin, whatever yeah. the big ruin is. And then he doesn't do anything turn one. And then turn two he spends two CP and he teleports him. Yeah. And then he brings in the bloodthirster yeah. six inches away from you. And you go, Ah <laughs> Ah <laughs> Ah Or if you're not playing a full shooting army, you might even just stand on the board and be like, the fuck are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, None. absolutely. Okay, so that's Franco. Franco, this is going to be your event. You've been doing a good event. He's had a couple of rough ones. I think he's going to smash it this week. See if he can not tie with someone. I, I think he's um, the top demon player at this event, right? The best demon player? Oh, he's player? the only one I've ever heard of. Yeah, no yeah, other good yeah, demon yeah. player at this event. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. The, only one that, the only one that didn't run off and play Gloomscite Gits when it got a bit difficult anyway. <laughs> um Next up, we have Jamie Clifford, who is on Tau. Anyone care about Tau? Want to read about Tau? Does anyone speak Tau? <laughs> Tau, well, I guess it's me again, isn't it? It said again, yep. I'll, 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 I'll come it's in fortunate for that I like the sound of my own voice. Um, so he's playing Tau Sept, which is probably the best pick for this terrain format because it is a bit more of a shooting gallery. So Tau Sept gives you increased range on your auras and then an additional hit. Um, whatchamacallit, um, hit reroll, that's the one I'm looking for. But mm -hmm. importantly, it opens up Shadow Sun, who lets you give Chapter Master rerolls, oh, and Longstrike, yeah. who hands out a Markalite. And a Markalite means plus one to hit. Markalites are just the thing that makes Tau tick. Yeah. So he's running, character-wise, he's got Shadow Sun for the rerolls, Longstrike for the Markalite buffing, and he's you know, also just got the... Uh, whatchamacallit as well, the railgun that everyone lost their shit about this time last year. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that was just the biggest bad in the world? And oh, it turns the worst out thing ever, yeah. They're not even that good. Uh, yeah. But Strike's <laughs> pretty good, because he, he hits consistently. Yeah, man. Um, then he's got a Crisis Commander who's got Double Cyclic, uh, Fusion Blaster, he's got Precision of the Hunter for rerolls, he's got the Flamer, he's got the uh, big old Hunter Plate. He's really hard to kill. He slaps in melee, he slaps at range. He's just a nightmare to deal with. Uh, he's also running Ornvar, who is the, um, basically, chaplain. Floats around, gives out buffs to the big squad of crisis suits. And he's also got the Crute Shape attack. You'll be pleased to see. I see Jax just commented. Um, you'll be pleased to see. Uh, he's got the 12-inch deny relic, because demons are a nightmare for Tau. De Tau cannot screen out demons. Their yeah. screening units have a leadership of five. So... Uh, yeah, that doesn't do anything. That is seems. not good, yeah. Nope. Uh, on top of that, he's got a single squad of crew carnivores. They went up in points. They're still really good. Two squads of strike teams. They're going to start in reserve. He's going to bring them on. He's going to do the aerospace action. It's going to get him loads of points. Uh, the big brick, he's got the crisis battlesuit. 
and I am a fan. He's got the proper loadout, burst cannon, cyclic iron blaster, plasma rifle target lock. Basically, a gun for every occasion on each model, and he'll ignore your cover. Uh, a couple of shield gens in there to keep him alive. A couple of crew hounds, some Pathfinder teams to hand out marker lights because they're just important to have for well, How much should you get a towelist nowadays? Uh, less than you should. Uh, <laughs> importantly, the interesting thing that he's running is three broadsides. Yeah, yeah this is what's exciting. Yeah, because yeah, they got their core back, so now they can be buffed to the nines. They can be hitting on threes, re-rolling, thanks to Shadow Sun herself. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm very interested to see how they go, because he's also gone for the twin uh, smart missiles, which are the, the non-line-of-sight missiles. Yes. Quite good into the guard matchup. Obviously, yeah. the Kassakin are terrifying. Um, but because you can put the marker light on the unit, you don't have to be able to see the Kassakin behind uh, the wall. Okay. Yeah. So you can basically mm -hmm. negate the line-of-sight penalty. That's so he'll clever. be shooting into Kassakin, Hitting on fours, re-rolling everything, and then you know they'll still get the saves, but well, made it's a classic kid, the one guard guy that's there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other but... stuff that doesn't like being shot from the other side. Yeah, my stuff, my stuff. Yeah, yeah, true. Love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he's got a, a Riptide as well because Riptides are just fantastic. He's got all the good stuff. He's got the iron. He's got the yeah. plasma. He's got the plus one hit, ignore cover, and the uh, free Overwatch. I believe it is. Very cool. Do you guys yeah, recall that cool. I said last week um, at the event I was at on the weekend there was a guy who took nine broadsides? Yes, oh, that's yeah, a lot. That's probably more broadsides than I would run. But yeah, um, man. I mean, you, he won the event. That's amazing. <laughs> that's pretty. No, funny. I didn't. He, he got the wooden spoon. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. High five to Bob for even giving it a go, though. Well done, Bob. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how this gets on. I I was optimistic there was something that could be done with broadsides now and it looks like jamie's going to give it a, a good go and jamie plays this list very well so we'll see how it gets on good luck man you're well teched up um delighted to see we got a rise out of you jack tight um i'm, I'm <laughs> chuffed to know we have a win rate against you of any percent yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that at all so that's yeah, uh, who has beaten who has beaten you jack that doesn't seem like something that would happen um but anyway, you know, we love you really. I'm just uh, just trying to push you. War Masters, we've got a good win rate against. <laughs> 50, though, isn't it? The other team lost. Oh, yeah. They yeah. yeah. Right. I'll take Death Guard. I haven't played my Death Guard in forever. Oh, new chapter approved. Death Guard. Who's this? So, Jamie East bloody loves Death Guard. And oh, that's God. what he is running. So, he has gone for Mortarian's Anvil. And he's got a Death Guard Demon Prince. He's got a Lord of Contagion. He's got a bunch of Plague Marine squads, little Plague Marine squads with all the toys. Some Poxwalkers, Pack of Blight Lord Terminators, and then a few classics here. The Volkite Contemptor Dreadnought, yes. which is very funny once you get the Tally Man with Tollkeeper, who's also in this list, helping to make it go off at range. He's got two squads of Death Shroud. I love Death Shroud so much. They're like little, little heroes all in their own right. Got the Foul Blight Spawn. You know the one, the really annoying one. Um, and two Moa drones and two Plague Burst Crawlers. So this is very much a classic, classic Death Guard list. Um, and you could make the case that Jamie is not so much teched for this meta as got his old Death Guard <laughs> list out um, and, 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 and submitted it. He's got the gloaming, gloaming bloat, so he turns off rerolls and stuff. He's good for a brawl here, like really good for a brawl. Good against Custodes, right? Absolutely. I, I do have to just jump in here. He's playing Mortarian's Chosen Sons, but not playing Mortarian. That just feels... I know. There's something know. wrong there, sure. Maybe their dad left them. Oh. <laughs> He's just out to get cigars or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly that. But in, in all seriousness, this has good mission play. It can shoot 
decently at range through the Blade Burst Crawlers. Again, that gives you some no-line-of-sight tech for the, the no-line-of-sight wars that we're currently in. The Blade Burst Crawler Mortar isn't dreadful um, at picking things up. Mm. And it's got some nice heavy shooting for anything that steps out in the open. So I, I think it'll shoot hard on these boards. Um, and the Moa Drones and, and Terminators give you some stuff that really does require dealing with. Um, so yeah, I'd be really interested to see how this gets on. Um, very best of luck to Jamie. As I say, he's, he's very well placed into the sort of combat brawling armies that are there. Um, I th but I think it's it's the shooting where it's always the issues well, closing in. Against the shooting stuff, he's got a lot of stuff you can bring in reserve, right? Flat, uh, that's in that's certainly true. Yeah, yeah. He could play a, 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 finesse, a finesse strategic well. reserves game. Absolutely. Mm. That's something. Well, he's well known for his finesse. <laughs> uh, There's a lot of damage too at this event. Like, Yeah, that's the thing. Really. It's not bad, this. I think this will be all right. Is... Are there any word, uh, world eaters? Um, no. I don't think there were world eaters. No, but then Desolation Marines won't love this because nothing in this is really going to care much about their shooting. But yeah, um, well, they'll just stand out in the open and hit you with Yeah, they'll, oh, it'll care you. about the Dark Lances for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. Um, but uh, the, certainly the No Line of Sight stuff is not going to get done in its own right. Yeah. Nice. They'll very have to well be fair shooting this. platforms instead of the, uh, the bullshit <laughs> that they actually are. <laughs> absolutely. Right, next up, Kieran Kennett. So, this is Orcs. Who wants to take Orcs? Is this me again? It is you again, Ed, yes. Oh, I should stop playing too many armies. Mm. Uh, so, he is playing, let's have a look. It is Goff Good Stuff, and it Ooh. is all stuff what is good. Uh, so he's, he's playing... Good stuff. Oh, yeah. He's playing... Uh, he's gone fast attack for his compulsory type. Excellent choice. Got to go fast. Uh, Goffs for your extra strength and exploding sixes, because why would you not? He's gone for the unkillable beast boss with Arda's Nails and Beast Hide Mantle, which from memory is a five up feel no pain and a minus one to wound on top of the already minus one damage that you get for being a beast boss. So he's just not going to die, which is just funny. Uh, he's <laughs> got a pain boss and a weird boy. Uh, he's going to try and de jump some units. Now there's a strat. Oh, I love it. You love to see it. I, really, I genuinely do. Time. I am a big fan of that. Uh, and the pain boss is there because he's got three units of beast snagger boys. Because they're just pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got three units of Gretchen as well, because that means he's going to get 15 points and get to good bits by turn two. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I wish I was exaggerating. He's got <laughs> two full units of the commandos with. Oh, he's gone. He's gone full, full ten power claw bomb squig. Bomb squigs are great. One of the best things that orcs can bring because they're just going to hit you with mortal wounds. Uh, it doesn't matter when. You can charge, and they'll go, oh, I'm going to do a bomb squig. And you go, cool, sixes. And they go, no, it's not a shooting attack. It is a shooting thing, but I'm still going to hit you on threes or whatever it is. Take more they don't have many. Do they have many ways to do mortals, Orcs? Uh, bomb squigs. Other than bomb squigs, anything else? Uh, bomb squigs. Oh, okay. Have you yeah, tried yeah. bomb squigs? See, see, the reason I say bomb squigs again is because there's lots of ways you can bring bomb squigs. Um, but then you've got three inch of squigog boys, just great units for 25 points each. Why wouldn't you love him? Yeah, man, uh, hit so good for that price. super hard in goffs. The only thing I don't like about him is the size of the base. But if you're playing an army that's going to get shot anyway, fuck it. And then he's gone for the triple kill rig, which is objectively the most fun way to play because you go, it's I got big cool. things, and then you you get you know the the fancy uh, the thing that they have in gambling halls like in Vegas, those sticks with the <laughs> the thing on the end where you, you pull yeah, the yeah, in. the broom looks like a broom. Yeah, 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 like a a broom without bristles you just go and you push your kill rigs into the middle of the board <laughs> uh and you say your move mr bond 
Mr. Bond. It's super good. And it, you do have the option again of, of reserving those and using the uh, the, mm. the big old three d six charge, don't you, to get some stuff in if you if you're worried about getting shot. But a threat yeah, overload is just as good. No truck boys in here is interesting, but the rest. I don't like truck boys. Um, do you the not? Downside, the downside of truck boys is you lose your clan, which mm. goths uh... make you punch up so much harder, and you can only yeah, put it on yeah. knobs, mega knobs, or boys. Mm -hmm. Boys don't hit hard enough. Knobs are in like a weird sort of middle ground where they don't do enough damage and they're not tanky enough to be worth taking. And Mega Knobs mm. are great, but if I'm taking Mega Knobs, I really want to supercharge them, especially with the Goth Strat for exploding hits on fives because they've got the, the standard power weapon minus one to yeah. hit bullshit. Yeah, makes sense. No, it's cool. Lots of forward <laughs> pressure. Kieran plays it in, a, in exactly the spirit it is intended to be played in. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, really excited to see how he gets on. Good luck, Kieran. Okay, next up we've got Mark Milton. I'll um, do this one. Yeah, Chris, know, you love Necrons, right? I, actually won, I know one of these armies, so that's good. So he's gone Nihalak, um, so he's gone for the Obsec, of course. Why wouldn't you? Um, and then he's gone for a nice mix of pretty much everything. So he's got a Catacomb Command Barge. not seen one of those since... Um, since they got kind of like reduced back down. We've then got two Chronomancers. Those guys give out five or pin buttons. I have a suspicion there might be something later in the list that might really like five or <laughs> pin buttons. Um, then he's got Scorpec Lord. Those are few and far between on the back. That's there. the Choppy Arms Lord. Uh, it's it? the Choppy Arms, yeah. which lots of people own because he came in the starter box all those <laughs> moons ago. I think I have four. Yeah, he's so yeah. cool. He's very cool. He just has like four attacks or something yeah. Yeah. doesn't pull his weight at all but, and he's minus one to hit with his good weapon yeah but, you know, mark <laughs> good discovered good source it's got no upgrades or anything maybe he just had a spare 130 does it, does it give re-rolls or something to score backs maybe yeah. oh really maybe. well you should say funny you say that because he does <laughs> have Three units of six score pegs. Oh, what a hero. Violence. Wow. Um, so, they may well be getting a five-up in one at some point. Um, they, they're they going to be moving, what, eight and then plus one, nine inches. It will just be, can he kind of, like, hide enough of them and then send them out? Or maybe he'll just go for flood overload. Um, yeah. We've got a simple unit of five immortals with Tesla, just to be double obsessed, I guess. Um, and in fast attack, we've got nine scarabs, eight scarabs, and eight scarabs. Oh, a lot of scarabs. A lot of okay. um, Really great for all the um, what the Necrons do so well, which is getting a huge points lead um, early doors and then just hammering off of that. He's then got um, some Ophidian Destroyers, which I know those of you, Tom, you rate them, don't you? I, well, I just love things that are really quick and hit really hard and also die really easily. That's just, I'm just a big, <laughs> big fan of that. Yeah, Ophidians yeah. give you a nice push. You can redeploy them. They can go underground, come back out again. Yeah. Um, and they've got that nice sort of threat range for popping out from things and, and keeping threat a bunch honest. Yeah, long. exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And they, they do, they, they slice and dice. If this goes into Marines and it makes contact, um, it will it will body Blame. through power armor very, very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, they've got just a unit of three Tomb Blades, you know, fast moving obsec. You know, you can use them potentially late game just to go steal an objective. Um, yeah, and they're super good for the next one. Primary yeah. that sort of thing. Um and then we've got a giant unit of seven um locust destroyers uh, sorry, six locust destroyers. 
And then a unit of three of the heavy Locust Destroyers. Oh, you get a lot, don't you? You so, do? Um, yeah, he's, he's got a lot of stuff. It's all obsec. He's going to take two, the two good Necron secondaries and then decide on his third one later. And he's going to get a big points lead early on and it's going to say, can you kill me quickly enough? Absolutely. Whilst he's trying to punch you in the face. And the Veil of Darkness on the uh, on the Locust Destroyers is, is no joke, right? Because you can suddenly redeploy, get good angles, do a load of shoot, shooting, um, which is very nice. Yeah, mm. exactly. Although on these maps, you might be able to just... Life. Might be able to just shoot them anyway, right? Yeah, 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 exactly that. Relatively open. But again, this is yeah, this is an army that can basically stand there, absorb some losses, and then carry on regardless. Especially the scarabs are so yeah. points efficient for their wings. Yeah, and mm. they're running across to shut off your primary completely, so you do have to deal with them. Um, and then there's a big wave of angry lads behind. I always think with this list on the scorepex, getting the scorepex in, getting that minus one to wound straight off and going to town is is the way. And it yeah, it looks it seems well placed um to do that. So yeah, really nice chunky chunky list gonna be a nightmare to play against mm. excellent right i'm gonna take this one because i love dark angels so we've got paul james next and paul james, paul james has stepped blinking into the sunlight of the unknown he's trying some different things okay the terminator's build is dead r.i.p so paul is getting very experimental and i think this list is awesome so we've got azrael we've got Two Talon Masters. You've got a Rites of War one. You've got the Arbiter's Gaze on a different one. People that mix those two up... Oh, sorry, put those on the same one. Don't do it. Put one on each. Don't throw your obsec away to get a good shot with Arbiter's Gaze. That's a real shame. Mm -hmm. um, he's got some Infiltrators, essential in the current environment. Slab of Blade Guard, Deathwing Champion. Uh, two slabs of Ravenwing Black Knights. A small mm -hmm. one and a big one. One enormous slab. It is, I think, ten Black Knights. Yeah. So loads of plasma shots, a little bit of melee potential as well. And it's worth noting that Paul does have enough CP to yeet this at you with a very aggressive pre-game move, turn one. So I suspect that a lot of the time that is what one of those Black Knight squads is going to be doing, depending on which one is the right one to send. Um, he's got the Ravenwing Champion, who's an absolute baller, as a sort of little, little melee trade piece. And then he's got a bunch of speeders bringing some shooting. So Land Speeder Tornadoes, two of those, two Land Speeder Vengeance, and two Storm Speeder Thunderstrike. So this is very Ravenwing heavy. It goes fast. It punches hard. It can weather some shooting because it's got the invuns. So as long as it go into, doesn't go into high volume shooting, it it can basically outshoot similar sorts of units and vehicles quite happily because it can absorb their their damage and it can hit very hard in reply. Uh, and mm. it looks like yeah, this is going to shove Ravenwing Black Knight straight down your face um, as the rest of it gets shooting. And see if you can deal with it. So yeah, it's a really interesting list. Um, does the the Ravenwing secondary doesn't exist anymore? Does it? That's gone. Death on the wind. I think it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, which is a bit of a shame. So a, a more expansive secondary game um, will be needed for this. But I guess yeah, looking at it, it feels like maybe it can do all right with Codex, um, because I guess the Black Knights is that rapid fire guns. The plasma cannons. It's assault. Okay, yeah. would that would, would that score you for the latter? It would indeed. Uh, it would. So there you go. So maybe this is designed so that Paul can cycle through the doctrines and still get his kills. And with um, the um, the change to Codex Warfare, now if you're in a different uh, doctrine, but you have the strat to put you in one of the other doctrines, you can score. Dark Angels have two two ways to access putting you in a different doctrine. So he do. could be scoring 15 points in one turn if he wanted. Yeah, they absolutely Slightly do. So it, this is still not one to underestimate. It's got a ton of high quality mm. shooting, high volume shooting. 
Um, it's going to punch extremely hard. And obviously, yeah, if, if the terrain is quite light, it's going to be able to get angles and make an absolute mess of you. So watch out for it. I'm really excited to see how Paul gets on. I hope he enjoys it. I want Paul to have fun in post-Terminator land. Uh, and I really hope it goes well for you, buddy. Okay. Edge you back again because we have Rob <laughs> Campion with Custodes. Custodes. Take us through it. He's playing the most fun version of Custodes, which is Solar Watch. <laughs> Solar Watch gives you full back and charge. Uh, mm -hmm. Something else as well. It doesn't matter because the reason you play it <laughs> is you get advance and charge. Who's he put the yeah, advance you do. And charge brick on? He's put it on a Praetor. So he's got a Praetor who is going to give, by the looks of things, dense cover. So mm -hmm. he's going to clump up and he's going to say, you can shoot me if you want, but you shouldn't. You're wasting your time. I've got dense cover. <laughs> I'm going to be touching cover as well. And I'm going to be really hard to kill. Uh, and then he's going to go, pew, 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 and he's just going to yeet models forwards. Uh, yeah. Turns out custodies can go pretty fast. Yeah. They have uh, martial karates that let them roll two dice and drop the lowest <laughs> when they advance. That's really good if you can advance and charge. It really unit. is. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I should tell you what's in the list. You've got Trajan because he is just a beat stick. You've got. Has he five... ever not been in a custodies list? I don't think <laughs> None of the ones that I've taken. And you know what? <laughs> I've only played bad custodies lists. <laughs> so Trajan, a okay by me. Yeah. Uh, he's got his warlord trait because. Oh, sorry, warlord traits because that was that sort of six months where everyone went. You know what we should do? We should give all of the big guys multiple traits. Why not? Uh, so Trajan, he's got all his normal stuff. You've got five Custodian Guard with shield and blade. Really good on this terrain, or should I say not terrain. Um, three individual Alaris Custodians with axes. Really fantastic for behind enemy lines. Secondary game, whatever you want to do with them. Um, he's got a brick of ten Wardens with spears, and he's got a brick of six Wardens with spears. These are your like mainstay units. They're going to sit on in the middle of the board. Going to get you re-rolled. You're going to get missiled. Trajan's going to follow up as fast as he can, so he keeps them in aura range. Uh, and then he's got two squads of Venetari, who are the jump back boys. Only three. I'd have liked to have seen 18, but, you know, probably yeah. working with the models he's got. Solar Watch yeah. hasn't been good for very long. Uh, really and <laughs> he's got a squad of four Witch Seekers and a Rhino to put them in, which I'm assuming is tech for Desolators, because they are T3 models that do not like being non-line-of-sighted. They can also pre-game move it. They can, yeah, they can. They can do that. They yeah. can move behind. And they've got their little flames, the which ruin. all right into some of the chaffier things that are around, demons and guard and those kinds of things. Quite nice for that. That's true. Some surprise flamers to come and get you with. It's chunky, isn't it? Goodness. Mm. It's very Because the wardens obviously have the six-up feel no pain. Mm. And that's just the best defensive buff you can put on a three-wound model with, Super you know, good. a two-up save. Like, a Storm Shield's nice, but if you can just give it, you know, basic immunity to a three-damage weapon, jobs are good. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to playing this on Friday night now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, your guns do four damage. That's Good true. Some of, the, some of them do. Strong list from Rob, um, who is an ice-cold killer, as we know. So I'm really, really looking forward to seeing how Rob gets on. Um, this solo watch list, I've not actually seen it in action, but it is, by all accounts, horrifying. So, so. I've played against a version which is three big bricks of Venatari, mm -hmm. and there is no safe place. You, you, <laughs> you wake up and Just... you go, oh, I've been charged. You go to bed, <laughs> you're like, oh, God, Venatari! Uh, you get into your next game, Surprise, Venatari. It's uh it's <laughs> just just massive 
big flying boys just bullying yeah. you across the battlefield. You don't. Mm. You don't. With a three up armor, though, right? Oh, sure, but like everything in the game has AP two anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's on the yeah, info. It's true. Yeah, true. Yeah, hundred percent. Nice, but hey, you know this list of players. Every single one of us is taking a different faction. That's pretty cool, right? That is cool. It's a nice spread, a nice end of edition spread. Um, all sorts going on. And uh, they're going to make a mess. And chances are they're going to play each other. And that's all going to be really exciting to see who's going to get who's going to get the bragging rights. Um, and obviously, now that Jack Tite is our nemesis, because I've started beef with him on the show, <laughs> we're going to have to see if any of them can take him down as well. Good luck to all involved. Have a great time. Uh, very jealous not to be there. Indeed. Wonderful. Indeed. Just going to briefly field a question. We've got a question from Shai Rooney. He says, haven't been paying much attention to the meta as much as of late. Did GSC get meta nuked when I wasn't looking? Yes and no, Shirini. They're not quite as good as they were. That's largely to do with the prevalence of marine lists that have lots of artillery that pick them up pretty aggressively. Um, GSC players have either adapted or gone and done something else. Um, Rusty Claw, truck-based stuff, so you can have a bit more stuff hidden off the board before you start. It's been quite popular. I know Mike Porter's done very well with that recently, um, following on from Eric Lathyrus. Um And I've had a couple practice games with that, but I haven't yet had the spine to take it out because I've been playing around with Eldar instead so they're on the fringes but I think um, they were already a build that had a good win rate but was doing well despite a couple of rough matches at the top of the game and I think that's still true possibly a little more true um, but they're yeah, still very much out there it can and will hurt you Boris says I got stumped with an infantry GSC list at BFS good I'm glad long live <laughs> the GSC um, switch to a truck list and doing better yeah exactly that the vehicles are where it's at um, rock grinders again really nice rusty claw really nice um, the reach and the double tap strat for the Atalan jackals is amazing um, unwary opponents just going to accidentally give you a whole bunch of desolated marines because um, you don't need line of sight on the thing that you're dropping a demo charge at with the shoot and run away strat so it's really good if they're nestling some sky claws or wolfen or desolation means they're hidden behind a wall and you're like oh i can't see them well your bikers can go and double tap them with that and it's yeah it's very good right <laughs> yes Wait, that's what? what i'm talking about boris that's what i'm talking about you don't need line of sight for the rusted claw strat just something within six no sir so you can hit it uh, it's a drive-by demolition they're chucking it over a wall and pissing off so it's very very nice indeed that's a little bit of eric Lathyrus tech as always he understands that faction better than any of us ever will I do love uh, I do love Tom's weekly um, just just tirade on something to do with GSE that every week, <laughs> every week, it's just okay. I'm just going to switch off for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we got questions. I've, I've, I don't I don't want to let the fans down. I want, I want no, people, of course. I want people to know what's going on. Um, and I've not been doing much GSE content lately. I've been very guilty of that. So I, need, I do need to get back. Right, right. Um, pin the win rate on the faction. Sweet. Okay. It's a game, you know it, you love it. We're going to try and guess what the win rates of a bunch of factions are to finish out 9th edition. Okay, We're going to cycle around in the four of us for as long as we are interested in doing. And we will make a case, try and justify it. Um, and then we'll check in again in a little while and see if we're right or if indeed we were very, very wrong. And you might remember that last time Davey was rubbish at this and everyone else was really good at it sod off <laughs> you absolute dick I was robbed of the championship because you got one almost close savage savage um, so I have realised guys one of the things we won't be able to do here is uh, unless I can uh, so uh, for complete transparency we realised that we needed something just before the show I've managed to find this let's see if it works 
It's quite yeah, we remarkable. We can put things around. We can put things around, but are I wanted to be able to put someone's name now? on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep a note down of who's who's making what guesses. Ah, good um, man, good man. And Davey, you can kick us off if you like. Do you want to go something oh, first? God. Yeah. Okay. Um, who do I want? To, who do I think? I think I'm going to go with a safe one. I think I'm going to go leagues of voter. Sixty <laughs> <laughs> percent, like Tom did. I'm going to put them right over here, and uh, and that's where they live. <laughs> what are you going to What are you going to predict them as in terms of numbers? Well, I've learnt my lesson. I'm going to go for forty-seven point five. Forty-seven point five percent. Okay. Okay. Because that way I can get either way the bracket. I still. I, I think. Still I think, think we. We yeah. uh, guess the bracket, right? We guess the. Yeah, the brackets. The bracket is a big part of yeah. it. I mean, I, I still think Votan um, have that nice run over lesser players in earlier rounds vibe going for them. I think. I think. I think they'll pick up wins, but we'll see. We'll see if it drops. Um, I don't know where they finished. They were fifty something, weren't they? Before I was. I was miles out. I was well over the top, but. Um, okay, great. Chris, you can go next, mate. Um, I'm going to go Custodies. Yeah, you are. And I'm going to go 52%. Oh, we're playing it a lot safer this um, time. Yeah. I think people are going to slightly step away from them. The Warden build was obviously doing quite well, but it already feels like people are moving away from that because you can't double buff a unit now. So that might lower it ever so slightly. I think they were hovering around the... 53, 54. So I'm going to mm -hmm. just tweak it slightly. Oh. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, it makes sense. They're solid, aren't they? I think that the nerfs hurt them a little bit, but they'll still be in the mix. That makes sense. Um, Ed, my man, hit us up. What are you going to predict? So we're going by bracket, but then just giving a number for flavor. Is that correct? Yeah, oh, no, the points the, if you the, get the number right. The, the, yeah, if you're on the number, there's extra points. If you're in the bracket, extra there's points. a point. Yeah. Cool. Well, Iron Hands, and I'm talking specifically. You know the sub faction spread, the yeah. whirlwind of waves. Whirlwind of waves. Whirlwind of waves. Whirlwind of waves. I don't understand how that triggered us all to uh, become apes, but they're going <laughs> straight into the sixty plus bracket. I think conservatively sixty three, or something yeah. truly disgusting. I think that is very reasonable. I think it'll probably be higher, but I'm going middle of the bracket. Chokes on you. Middle of the bracket's eighty. Because <laughs> it's Excellent. sixty plus. Yep. No, I think that's a, that's a completely valid guess, um, and I think that's that's extremely plausible. Right. Where are we going with this? Big Tom, what are you going for? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick us off something I've been running, and we're gonna go with Eldari. Um, I, I'm gonna put Eldari. Ooh. Gonna put him at the top of the fifty to fifty-five percent bracket there. So the one with the custodes. Put it there. Call that a fifty-five. Call it a day. Fifty-five. Yeah, yeah because oh. Eldari light marines. There's a lot of marines about, and I think um, Vic VJ can only do really well with them and not have others copy him for so long. I've certainly started copying. I think <laughs> others will, um, and I think it's got improved game into certain things. I think the Dark Angels Terminators were a real pain for it, and they're gone now. Um, so I've got to disagree with you there. Okay. Uh, on the point of, uh, it's very easy to copy Vic's list. It's <laughs> yeah, difficult yeah. to do is copy Vic's player skill. That is certainly true. Now, I have heard true. he's a, he's reasonably good at the game. He's pretty good at the game. He's Eldar are a finesse army. 
They are. That is certainly true, and that's why I'm tempering it a bit because I think they're an army that can go all the way at the moment in events. I, I hot take. I think they're going to drop in win rate because okay. all the all the people who like gene stealers, etc., will go to another finesse army. Eldar's a finesse army. Here's the thing that people Warhammer players are a sucker for: thinking they're better than they are. <laughs> and that's why I think everyone coming back onto the Eldari boat will make their win rate drop. Interesting. Oh, Maybe. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not job. sold. I think they'll be alright. I think they're in a nice spot. There's a few good players doing well with them at the moment, but we'll see. We will see how that pans out. Excellent. Okay. Well, back round. It's Davey again. Davey? Alright, I'm going to... There's a person in the team who is a faction specialist. I am... Um, uh, I know he's going to do his faction proud and get them to the big heights of 48%. Yes! It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit high to me. <laughs> nice. Where were they at when we did the last one? Wasn't it like 32? Uh, oh, it was so bad. So what are we calling it, Davey? 40. Uh, no, I'm going to go with it. 40, 40, 44. 44. 44. 44. I think that's generous. I think they're right. Very generous. Yeah, okay. 40, 40, 40, 40. We're going with the, the theory that Lewis is the only player playing them. And he's yeah. not out of the game. So if can Lewis can go games. three two, then that's you should be locked on for that. Yeah, there's a, there's that there's would a... put them in the sixty percent range. Yeah, exactly. So make up for the other one player who uses. Oh, them. I see. <laughs> there's there's a very good Imperial Fist player local to us called Matt Wright, who's a lovely lad. Yeah. And even he isn't playing his Imperial Fist. No, he's moved them to Orcs. Even he, was, he, he did very well with Orcs. At the he does. He's smashing it with Orcs because sometimes just playing a good army will help. <laughs> um, and yeah, Matt's a great player. All so the time, yeah. in fact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've heard, it, I've heard it's a big driver of success. Yeah, oh man, excellent. Right, Chris, where are we going next, mate? Um, I'm going to go Sisters of Battle. Okay. A bit different. Okay. SLB. And I'm going to go 42%. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. I think that's a fair assessment. I just don't think players are using them at the moment. Um, 42 42. 42%. Yeah. 42%. Go a big stream. Yeah, they do feel like the bottom's fallen out there. Um, so I think that's a very a very reasonable hmm. very reasonable assessment. Ed, you back in, buddy. I'm just going to keep hitting the top. And we're <laughs> going to go demons. Give me, I see, 57%. Yeah, nailed it. Nice. Yeah, I, I need to start taking some of these top ones as well. That was where I got all my points last time we played this. I don't know why I'm not doing it. Well, you mean your one point? All right, no, I was close on Dark Angels as well. I'd be uh, one down, mate, 57. Was it? Oh, sorry, I didn't really I already so, wasn't listening. <laughs> explain why Chaos Demons are good, Ed. <sighs> They're just fucking great, aren't they? Like, great they too. score really good points. Um, reality Rebels, as everyone mispronounces it, is just like a 15. They have fantastic primary because they're taking greater demons and obsec and then stuff that just kills you. You you can't hold primary against them like unless you screen out the midboard fully. How are you getting like 8s and 12s uh, unless you can stand on it? Some of the hardest armies in the game to kill um like dark angels are no longer in the game. Mm -hmm. And they're just they're probably a little bit too good but not to the point of where they need a tweak. It's just they're going to be one of the best armies in the game until 10th edition drops. Yeah. Yeah. Makes complete sense. Yeah, And I think they've got that skew thing. They've got the Harlequins thing, don't they? Where they score well, they don't really play by the rules everyone else is having to tech for. Um, and they've got a lot of really nicely, efficiently costed units and monsters that are just, just punched so hard and, and bring so much trouble for, for, their, for their weight. So, very cool. Okay. Right, where are we going? 
Let's um I think I'm gonna slap GSC in the same bracket. I'm gonna call a fifty-eight percent for GSC. That's um, bold. That is bold. Well, I think I'll justify it thus. There's still an army almost nobody actually understands how to play against. Mm. Still an army with a fairly small but fairly decent player base. And they haven't really taken severe nerfs, so they still score extremely well as well. I think they have issues in the meta, but I think I think they're still going. They, they can win a bunch of games at an event before they hit the things that really hurt them. I don't think they're going to stop doing that, um, and I think they have a decent matchup into plenty of the field still. A strong player still taking them though. <sighs> Some, but not yeah, many. that's what I would. Eat. I, I think the strong players have probably left us. I as think said with the big test of that will be the next few big events where we see if if people like um, Nick Willingo and Mike Porter are still going to turn up on them. Um, I don't think it's. I think it, there's there's still sort of solutions searching being done at the moment, but I still the F. So I think that'll be solid, but we'll see. Nice. I'm going to go with Imperial Knights, and I'm going to stick him in at fifty to fifty-five, and I think I'm going to I'm going to say fifty-four percent. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I've been played Lewis at the weekend. I was like, wow, this is really good. This is. It's pretty I, strong. I, I I think you've done the classic of I've been beaten by an army uh, and I'm <laughs> overrating it. But... No, this is this is possibly true, right? Because they probably have a bad game into um, Iron Hands. They have a bad game into Demons, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else, I think they have a they, a lot of people have a reasonably tough time of dealing with them. GSC fucking body them. Mm, I um... do. But GSC, as we've established, don't exist anymore, so it's fine. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I guess definitely at teams. Um, I remember standing next to someone who 20 0'd their night opponent as oh, a wow. GSC player. Yeah, uh, it'll happen. Which was very fun. You just kill a lot of knights. Yeah. Well, you um, don't even need to kill them, you just stop them from going anywhere. Well, yeah, you drown them and flood them and pin them in, yeah. yeah. All that well, good yeah. stuff. I'm still confident that they give enough people enough issues to be above, uh, above the 50% mark. Yeah, I'd be interested to see. I think that's. Um... But then they do have a lot of casual players. That's a problem. <laughs> huh. yeah. I'm gonna go 51. Oh, he's downgrading. He's downgrading. Mm. He's giving into peer pressure. 51. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Play for the middle. Play for the middle. Chris, where are we going next? So I'm gonna add mech. Okay. And I'm gonna put them at a 48% win rate. Mm. I feel they are better than that. Okay. I just I think if loads of people and the top players start playing and make you would see that actually they are still really pretty strong. Um but yeah, I just don't think they've got the player base. Um ambulances at events though, because you'd have like one or two aneurysm aneurysms yeah. at events. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just think unfortunately they'll be below fifty percent, but they are they are actually still strong, so there is no shame in losing to Admec. Players, it's yeah, because if a player that would go five up plays four games and then drops because literally they've dropped, they fell to the floor and collapsed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and died. Yeah, their poor little brain. Yeah. Okay, Ed, you're in again. Uh, nobody's taken. I think the third best army. Uh, so I'll have world eaters. Thank you. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Interesting. They just okay. score yeah. a disgusting amount of points, and if they get to melee, they pick you up. And if you get to melee, they pick you up. Um, it... Well, is that here? Just put white scars in because we don't care about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the the loyalists. Do you want them up here, Ed? Uh, <laughs> no, I think probably like fifty-seven. Let's say fifty-seven. That's hedging my bets nicely. 
they they in all honesty they they feel to me very similar to CSC where they they body through a bunch of matchups and then yeah sure they die to some of the top stuff but you're still very good value for a four one um, in in a lot of events at the moment that's and in, of, I think it's only anti anti vanilla is the the one that gets them all the way there um, wonderful I I was gonna t- I thought you were gonna take space Wolves, so I'll just jump in and take space Wolves now I'm gonna That'd put them good. at fifty eight um, space Wolves good. Melter Rats, good. Lots and lots of wide MSU trading bodies. They still make Desolation Marines really good. Didn't get touched. They score Codex Warfare extremely well, regardless of what you do to it nerf-wise. Um, in terms of the current nerf, doesn't really matter. Um, might be touched down a little bit, because just they're one of those armies that do always have a bunch of people that just want to run their Space Wolves and get stuck in, and that might nick a little bit off the edge. But yeah, I think the ceiling on Space Wolves is extremely high. Extremely mm. high. I, I think they're better than Iron Hands, personally. I, I'd agree, yeah. But I'd I think agree. the win rate's going to be significantly lower because Iron Hands are so much more binary to play. So much yeah, more yeah. linear. You just go, I, me got guns, me got good melee units. I, exactly go. that, yeah. Um, I think Space Wolves, you have to be really good to play Space Wolves well. Mm. Yeah, and it, and Space Wolf players are, all, players are always distracted by like the things they have in their beards, like food, <laughs> uh, other miniatures... I, yeah. I'm going to point I... out, Chris Radford, the best Space Wolf player in the year, uh, world for two in years year. running. In the year, in the year, for two year, um, doesn't have a beard. So uh, uh, take that stereotype. Well, that's because he's shaved away oh. any distractions and he's finally able to flourish. He's also not playing yeah. Space Wolves at the moment. Yeah, he's well, playing, he is playing Iron Hands. He is playing Iron Hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're not all just going to consolidate onto Iron Hands completely. Oh, that would be such a shame. Alex like, Harrison, play Space Wolves, move to Iron Hands Such a boring time. We're all moving case, to We'll Iron see. Hands. We'll see. Guys, I've got an idea to, to jazz this up a little bit, right? So we've oh, all yeah. chosen our factions here. Okay. Now we choose for each other Perfect. which faction. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do that. Yep. Cool. Davey, who are you picking for? Oh, we pick for you. We pick for yeah. you. Right. Let's make Davey do... You know what would be really hard for him to do? Yeah. Tyranids. Yeah. yeah I, I always get yeah. it wrong. Predict Tyranids, Davey. Actually, no, I got Tyranids right last time. Um, yeah, I, I think... 40... <laughs> 30... 48. No, 46. 46. Okay, 46% for Tyranids. Yeah. I, 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 do, I do my program. I see what the results are. I find it hard to find anyone who gets a 4-1, 5-0. <laughs> yeah. And that is the story of Tyranids. Yeah, do you see more 3-2s right. or 2-3s? Two 2-3s. Threes. Two threes. Two threes. 1-4s. Interesting. Uh, we told you gently that it was going to be this way, and I'm sorry yeah. that it is so. It's pretty uh, tough. It's a rough time out there for a nid, but. I have to say the American. I think the uh, the GW terrain sets in 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 America they tend to have a better go of it because mm. they can stand things in terrain and get better armor saves. Um, mm. And and of course their carnifexes can touch the base of a piece of terrain and then shoot essentially across the board. Sure. So whereas in the UKTC. It's just that's just not the game you can play. Yeah, it's no, all right, though, sure. Davey. We we had a good run. This were good for a long time. We got our event wins in before they got nerfed, and it's all good. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they'll be back. I got my four one. That's that. I still got to pay for your sins for a little bit, <laughs> and then you come back again. Right. What are we picking for Chris? Ed, pick an army for Chris. For Chris, oh, what does he not understand? Remember, this is a game. Yeah, we absolutely need to screw each other over. Well, that's yeah. true, actually. We should be trying to make this difficult. That's a good point. That is exactly what I'm doing. 
Uh, Why did we let Davy get the easy low ball on Tyranids there? Yeah, <laughs> He's got it wrong. He's put it way too high. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I think genuinely like 42 is what we'll be saying. But yeah, back yeah. to... Tell me about Black Templars, Chris. Oh, well, if you were one of those chumps that bought seven impulses, <laughs> you would be right at the top, my friend. Absolutely. Yes. As it is, there aren't many chumps out there who do actually play Black Templars. Mm. Um, so with that in mind, I'm going to go for... A 44% win rate. You're mad. They're a marine faction. Move it down one tier, mate. 44. Oh, sorry, yeah. That's mad. You got 44. Oh, that's low. That's That's low. Real low. Real low. Okay. All right. Well, then, Chris hasn't won. Next. (laughs) Two more to go. (laughs) Don't tell him, Jack. Good. Develop pushes crack. Too late. No take backs. No take backs. No take backs. No take backs. He's... I'm, conf- I'm confident in this one. He's solid. <laughs> How could a man be so brave and yet so wrong? <laughs> we'll see, Edward. Right then. Right. I need to pick for someone, I think. Is yeah, you pick, for Ed. you pick for Ed, mate. Oh, it's for Ed. Uh, Ed, I want you to tell me about um, Ultramarines. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ultramarines, what did you say for Black Templars? 44? Yeah. Uh, I'd give me 44. Okay. Like, there's good stuff in Ultramarines, but they are the poster boy for being played by people who like having fun instead of playing competitively. And I'm not saying that to. to That's generate... the nicest way you've ever put that, by the way. Ed. Yeah. You normally, yeah. <laughs> I, I am absolutely a cutthroat player. I only play competitive games, but there is there's a space for people who enjoy playing games just to have fun. There's absolutely nothing wrong with like that. Sure. One thousand point tournaments. Yeah, sure. Like, I'm not going to go to them, but if people like them and they enjoy them great just yeah. you know i won't be there and that's fine all right who's next Tom? um it's someone's got to pick for me yeah i will Who hasn't um, then, Chris? tom's randomly picked this one last time so tom creations of bile <laughs> <laughs> um i was not on the money with this last time i'm gonna go 46 percent for creations of bile yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. i Maybe, I feel maybe, like they maybe. should still be decent, right? They, I, they absolutely are. They, they in, into a melee matchup, they're great, but that's not really what the meta is at the minute. Yeah, but just I wonder like, if that's good into space wolves. You know, they give so they give <laughs> oh, plus. Fine. Isn't it plus one move, plus one strength as their trait? Yeah, that's, that's just it. like cracked on a melee that's just, army. That's just really good. Side of the yeah. other stuff that they got before, it's just super good, and they have a good secondary, which is kill stuff and get a load of points. Yeah, like they they are they of of the of the chaos ones. I think they've got a very simplistic but very effective game plan. I guess um, they are held back by not having any other good secondaries because the chaos ones are just bad. Yeah, yeah, but, in the main. that's the yeah. thing. But they they can definitely win games, and um and to say you you'll absolutely ruin some combat players' day. Yeah. when you turn up with creations of bar. I swear, you want to pick for Davy this time. I think. Have you picked anyone? Um, we sort of agreed on Tyrannies, didn't we? So, all right then, Davy. Davy, tell us how you think Raven Guard are getting on. I was just, you know, I was sitting there going to myself, "What does RG stand for?" Rarely Geen. Yeah, we're going here, and we're going forty forty-two. Now, okay. Dave, here's where you're wrong. 
Raven Guard have a 50% win rate because if they go first, they win 100% of their games. But if they go second, they lose 100% of their games because you're deploying your entire army in no man's land and then advancing and charging to your opponent. But if you go second, you, don't you lose every game. <laughs> yeah, that's their thing. They, they, I've actually not seen a list done with them in recent times, which is a shame because they have that really funny all eggs in one basket um, game plan that I would like to see pulled off a few times. Yeah, I don't know enough about them, so I, I've just chucked them in Marine. Area. Yeah, just, look, just chuck them down in Marine. Yeah, chuck them in the bin with Marines. everything else. Mm. And I think you probably could have some play with them. But just oh, for less sure. Than yeah, the yeah. other Marines. Like, I like that you can do advance and charge shenanigans with them, but then you could just play White Scars if you That's wanted it. that, and then you get an actual melee buff. And, even and White, White Scars, scars aren't getting good. a look in because you yeah, could just you're... play Space Wolves, and so it's like yes. this, this yeah. is the thing that there's several rungs down that ladder of you could just play this instead. Yeah. Maybe they will change that with a new addition that doesn't put so much emphasis Space on Space Wolves can get advance and charge as well. You they do can. have to play fucking 4D chess to get there. That one is a real setup, <laughs> isn't it? Mate, <laughs> crit. Because uh, I have played quite a few practice games against Chris. He will get it off every game. And he's oh, very right. good. But like, you'll just look and you'll be like, oh, fuck. Now your army's got advance and charging. <laughs> and you're Shit. Like, they were already very quick. I don't like I was that. trying to stop this. And then it happened. Yeah. Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> right, who wants to pick for Chris? Oh, I can. I can. Uh, well, before I do, though, don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, liking that. is important. And it helps people find the channel. So please like the video. Yeah. Um, so what does Chris not know about? Um, I'm going to say Drakari. Oh, no, you've got Drakari, haven't you? He does not. Does he not? Nope. I thought he had all the, the point other... news. Oh, the... I'm going to go with Chaos Knights, Chris. I'm going to go with Chaos Knights. Ooh, okay. That's quite a fun one. I love Chaos Knights. If I got Chaos Knights are strong, right? Um... In good hands. I'm going to put them at a 53% So you all shot. mocked me when I put Imperial Knights there. And mm. No one said anything to Chris. Yeah. Both of those are uh, wild. I'm going to just put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. <laughs> as, a, as a man who's got a knight's army, y'all are smoking some shit. This is. You should uh, just get better with your knights. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Good scrub. Yeah, maybe it is a skill issue. No, I, I think uh, the problem is that the meta's pretty fucking lethal. Like, mm. remember an eighth edition where you'd build your list and go, "Can I kill a knight in one turn? If I can't, this isn't a competitive list." You remember yeah. how we don't think that now? It's not because everyone stopped souping knights into things. It's because everything kills a knight in a turn. Like, your armies just do it now. It's it's just a thing. And if, fucking heaven forbid, you come up against Tau, or Votan, or Guard, or Iron Hands, or Space Wolves, or Dark Angels with 30 Desolated Marines, or Eldar, or I could keep going on. Any of those lists will just table you in like three turns and you'll be very sad. The Chaos Knights have lots of defences against that and they only need to win three games an event to go 60%. You can, yeah, you can buff true. one knight to the nines and you can give him, you know, the feel no pain, the no rerolls to hit against him, potentially trans hit if you kill enough models with him, which is hard to do because you're putting it on an abominant. 
So you're probably not getting all that stuff layered because you're taking the Desolator, or to spoiler, sorry, because he buffs your models better. But then he falls over to a stiff breeze. Uh, I, I don't think they're bad. I think they're like weirdly a finesse army for something that's got so many big models. Chaos Knight's absolutely <laughs> yeah, I, I think they, they have that sort of like, if you're a good player, you'll really do well with them. But if you're a bad or mediocre player, it's very difficult. And like yeah. the movement's so important with Knight Armies. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone's played against um, Jay Mohawk Minis. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, that was one of the most fun games I've ever played because he's so precise in the movement phase and just watching him, you're like, oh shit, yeah, no, that's like, I need to think about things in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and remembering that the dread test mechanic exists. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's a big barrier to entry for Chaos Knight players. Sure. I've played against a bunch of Chaos Knight players that don't even really do dread, and it's like, oh, come on, boys. Um, <laughs> you, you want that. That's a that's nice thing rule. that you've got. That's a useful thing that you've got that you should be doing. Cool. All right. Um, so I'll pick for Ed. I can't remember if I did last time or not. Yeah, Ed, tell us where Death Guard are at, son. Dog shit. Forty-four. No, 40, forty-two. Dog, forty-two. Wow, painful. Okay. They're not tanky enough to survive. I, you, you know, just rattled off about sixteen armies that have insane damage potential. <laughs> yeah. So they they don't do the tanky bit. They're still slow. Their shooting is eh. Their gimmicks are eh. Like they'll beat they'll beat world eaters. Yeah, like, they will. They'll have a fucking so great they, they, game. They love the scrap. Eaters. Yeah, they love. Yeah, the absolutely. Scrap in the but they'll lose to iron hands because you'll just shoot mm. them. Uh, they'll lose to space wolves because you'll shoot them and then you'll charge them. Yeah. Um, you, who else will you lose to? Fucking everyone. You'll lose to Halo Doom Eldar. You'll lose to GSE. Oh, maybe not oh. GSE. Uh, yeah, Tau. I'd have a GSE fucking GSE don't day. like Death Guard much, but I it guess would... you could potentially block him in for ages. You just outmaneuver the them. It's like when yeah, people yeah. were saying Blood Angels had a bad matchup into Death Guard. It's like, no, you're a bad Blood, An uh, Blood Angels player. Don't, <laughs> don't charge them. Why are you doing that? Put your entire army over here. They go to the middle. You go, well, you put two models over here on your home objective. That's dead. Now I have four objectives and you have one. Like, they just can't, they shouldn't be able to play the mission mm. into competent players. Sure. Sure. True. Sorry, slow, slow tanky armies really annoy me, apparently. Well, I dude, just... I mean, as you've just said, the game's really killy and they're supposed to be built on durability. And yeah. you yeah. can't have a killy, a killy meta that is also durable, where a durable army survives. I mean, you could, uh, well, but then you have custodes. You have custodes. Yeah. They're gone now, but, you know. Yeah. They were. It's about the uh, kind of durability you have. Right? Yeah, sorry, yeah. A lot of the later durable right builds had sort of transhumans, transhitmans. Yep. Death Guard don't have that. Yeah, they no, just they have, have minus like one static... damage in, in a game that has so much damage. Yeah. Static they can put minus one hit on a single unit. Yeah. They absolutely can. And they yeah, can he... get a six, six up feel no pain from the Plague Surgeon uh, in an edition that has handed out five up feel no pains like candy to everybody else whilst taking theirs away. Although having um, a six up feel no pain and minus one damage, that's, that's not too bad. It's not insignificant, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd be interested to see a Plague Surgeon stood in the middle of a big Terminator slab, but um, it doesn't but happen But then they don't often. kill anything. No, not so much. No, Who's next? can't Who's get him back up. Uh, it's I'll me next. Oh no, someone else is picking. Um, for Tom, I'm going to pick Tau. Tau, mm. fifty-one. Mm. So, okay. I think some people are going to try them again. In fact, I know some people are going to try them again. Um, who are, who are all right, and I think they've got a little bit more game now than they previously had. Um, I don't think it's enough to push them into the stratosphere, but they're certainly not bad. 
And again, they have good guns. They bring good guns to a good gunfight. Um, and we'll see if it's enough. Even when like Nassim was stomping face with Tau, they were sub-50. Like they're, they're one of those factions where... The... Oh, they were low 50s at one stage. They were low 50s at mm. one stage in their, po- they're, in their they're, pomp. They're a faction... Oh, yeah, sure. Like last This time last year, when yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, there was two good books uh, pre-nids. But mm. they're, they're a faction that's so punishing for mistakes... Like you, mm-hmm. if you're uh, not, if you don't know exactly what you're doing, or if you make a misstep, or if you roll poorly where you really can't afford to roll poorly, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. they just don't have enough stuff. So yeah, for sure. I think I think they can still win GTs. I just think that's that they the won't thing. Do well that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll be interested. To see, but I, yeah, I think I feel like if there's going to be a little brief upswing for Tower before the end of this, and it is now, and we'll, we'll see if it does anything. Great. Uh, but Davy. Ed, you want to pick for Davey? Absolutely. Davey, I know you're a big Xenon fan, <coughs> and that's and because I'm an awful human being, I'm going to make you do Death Watch and think about killing the Xenos. Oh, oh yeah, wow, nice. wonderful. Uh, two, right. It's if Admech met Imperial Fists. You get all the complication of Admech with the mediocreness of non compl- of, of compliant chapters of space marines they used to have really good complex rules and then they lost the army of renown and now they yeah, don't uh, that but hurt. that's it you never people who are going to take them either double down or are amazing but they're going to be offset by the um for want of a better word weebs who <laughs> um, <laughs> who just rock up and like oh this is the only army i've got i, I love it and <laughs> I went one for because I don't understand all the rules and I don't know how they all fit together. That's that's a bold claim that weebs are playing Death Watch. Um, yeah, I love that. I got like Death Watch, Watch weebs. They're different. <laughs> Great, love it. Cool. Why not? So what was that? Let me just get the number again, Davy. Ah, uh, forty. Forty. There you go. Forty. 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 Forty percent. Deathwatch. Cool. Nice one. And then I will pick for Chris. Chris, you are going to tell us, and this is a fun one, where Dark Angels are going to end up. Ooh. Dark Angels? Yes, sir. The darkest of angels. Oh, the lion's back, remember? Oh, well, yeah. You're right, you're right Shai, really, that was harsh. I'm sorry, we're harsh today. It's end of edition blues. We're being a bit mean because we're, we're already mourning for the game being gone. Um, 51%. 51, yeah, that feels about right. I, I like how all the good Dark Angels players that I've been talking to, or a couple of them anyway, um, are going, yeah, so uh, the lion... Kind of sucks that if I took him, I could just take Gilliman and he'd do what he's the lion's yeah, doing, but better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is... That really saddens me, actually. Like, I'd almost rather no one was taking any Primarch. The fact that like the lion comes out and they're all like Gilliman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gives rerolls for the speeders. A fucking embarrassment that is. Like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bad news, bad. But guys, didn't you hear? He's got twenty-two attacks. It's he broken. So... He's got so many attacks, man. And he can forest walk. Oh, he's going to kill lion. those crew oh, real hard. Oh, he's going to absolutely hit a screen like a champ. <laughs> going to hit a screen like a champ. Absolute beast. Yeah, fifty-one percent feels right. I've, I, I actually have. I don't know. A bit of me feels like they'll go lower. 
because yeah, I, I have slight Tyranid Leviathan vibes where I feel like they were in a crutch position with the Deathwing, mm. and the crutch is gone. And when you take someone's crutch, um, they fall down. That's I do it all the time. Um, you so heard yeah, it here I, first. Tom advocates for bullying the disabled. <laughs> Get in the comments. Get in the comments. <laughs> no, please don't. Please don't. I'm too young to be cancelled. Um, so yeah, I, I honestly, I, I could see this bombing off, especially if all the people that were pushing them jumped to the other set of marine ones. But let's see. Fifty-one feels like a reasonable sort of hedge bet. Cool. All oh, right, what? Ed, 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 Chris or Davy, pick for Ed. Uh, uh, I think I haven't picked for anyone. For recently, so I'll go for oh, what? What's just totally obscure? I suppose Black Legion, right? Uh, no, I'm gonna go with uh, T Suns for Ed. Oh, T Suns! Oh, that's like fun. T-Sons. They, I think their win rate's lower than it should be. Yeah. I'm gonna put them in about 47. Okay. I think oh. they're still solid. Yeah, I'd agree with but, that. But I don't think. And I don't really know why no one's playing them. Um, I know the durability fell off and the loss of the... F they didn't even really lose Flamers, though, because no, they're still they good. They didn't. Um, yeah. They've so still I think... got a lot of janky combos with the Zeench detachment. I just think people... It's that complex complexity, right? The end of this, It's the end of the end of the, uh, the, the edition. And yeah. people get to those factions and go, do you know what? I just can't be asked with the Psychic phase anymore. There's no point learning it at this point, that's for sure. I think yeah, it's, it. it's kind of fake complexity in that once you know the system, <laughs> it's it's like, it's like got a steep learning curve, but I think yeah. once you're there, it's very repeatable. Yeah, um, it's just got a little economy hidden inside of it, doesn't it? It's one of those. Yeah, um, yeah that feels like a reasonable guess, I think. I, I just think I think Chaos players is, always tend to go en masse to particular things, and it's demons, that's where they are. So I just don't think Thousand Sons are getting a look in. Cause that's well, where they only ever get Chaos one good book at a time. They do. <laughs> because they do. Up, fucking hates Chaos. So, yeah, and uh, right, so they're used to it. They've got all the models. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Bring back 3.5 Chaos. That was the best Chaos book. Let's make it the last four. Okay, I think that's absolutely fair. Let's do it. Davies, right. team me up for faction, mate. Ah, okay. Uh, Tom, you... What's S? Salamanders. 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 Where's Salamanders going there, Tom? Son of a bitch. <laughs> the faction everyone wanted to hear your thoughts on. Yeah, so Salamanders. Um, they're green. They're mean. Uh, they're hell green, so we're going to put them in the they're green a bracket. machine. Put the green marines in the green bracket, but I'm going to put them... Thing is, they're not. They're bad, not bad, they're, you know. They're not bad at all, but they're also not being run. So I'm going to put them. They are one of the more linear factions for yeah. the shit. Now let's go in the yellow bracket. Let's put them at 46. I'm going to bottle it and put them at 46. Because I don't think they're oh. bad. God, yes, Tom's just threw his game away. Brilliant. All right, just me versus Ed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so. For Davy, you can tell us where you think um, Black Legion are. <laughs> I knew, yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Um, so I played Black Legion on on. Um, oh, you did. Uh, you you ran them at a narrative event. events once, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I also ran them at a narrative event, but I played against them at the weekend. Um, yeah, uh, I actually don't think they're that. Bad. I don't think they're that bad. Um, <laughs> we've got some in interesting things. All right, so fine. I lost to this army. 
Chuck them in, <laughs> in with iron hands, Davy, mate. Get it done. Um, no, I think... <laughs> I reckon a big 45. Actually, 45. Okay. Yeah. I like him, actually. But... I like him, too. Um... Again, like Bile, there's a game. There's a, there is a game there. There's a, there's a very particular build you can do where you can sling a lot in the opponent's face very quickly and make a lot of trouble. It's and not that a secondary ain't bad. That secondary is no. not terrible on a uh, on a um, on a hammer and anvil. Mm. Okay. It's it's not a good use of resources, but I love the idea of ten bikes with the mark of Zinch. Mm. So they're AP one. Use the strat for an extra pip of AP. Use the Black Legion strat to give them whatever other bullshit you can give them. Yep. Give them full rerolls from Abaddon, and you go, ha I killed six Marines! <laughs> uh, but it's fun, and I like it. That guard it. squad is dead. And it oh, does. Yes. It definitely does overpower people in the earlier rounds of events. It, it absolutely can do that. Absolutely can do that. And Abaddon is still fun. It's still got the stat check. It's got the Black yeah, Room yeah. Terminators with Abaddon. Yeah, it's that's it. Bad. That's two things people really don't like dealing so, with. So yeah, conscious guys as well, right? So do you remember last time you all, not me, you all, uh, overestimated it, and everyone had like fifty-five percent win rates, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and then you were all shocked when things were below fifty. Just <laughs> conscious that we had we over we, we're now being the pessimists, and we're shitting on well, a lot of factions. We still haven't put the fourth best faction in. Well, yeah. someone had best pick it for someone else then. So, Ed, do you want to pick it for Chris? Yeah, absolutely. There Chris has got no chance of winning. Astra Militarum, where are you putting him? Oh, <laughs> oh not Necrons. Okay. Um, this is tricky, actually. 53%. Yeah, okay. Oh, very nice. It's yeah, conservative. I, I like it. That's all right. <laughs> What a cop out! No, because as we know, obviously there are a bunch of nutter guard players out there who are lowering <laughs> the win rate for all those who are actually doing well. So I used to I drive would... a tank like this. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost allowed to drive a tank like this once. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if their win rate will go up further than we're expecting, because I think what was holding them back a lot was the Desolation Marines, and because yeah. Codex Warfare is nerfed, so you don't necessarily want to take them as much. Maybe that sort of puts their win rate back up there but i'm not i'm not confident on that that's speculation no yeah i think i think, think orcs, the player base well, are going to slap us about yeah. with desolation marines for a while yeah and i think that really hurts us from mm. cool. cool so chris want to pick me. one for ed to get out of here with um gray knights mate gray knights uh i think i think they're better than the win rate but i think it's going to be like 48 um, I think in good hands they've got a really good game into a lot of the top armies. I agree you with can, that. you know, they've got six Vanguard veteran squads that yep. are just nutty. Then you've got the Dread Knights, which I'm really disappointed by, but <laughs> they can stand on objectives and not die, which is a, absolutely a, good, can. a good value. So I think they've got good, uh, good primary, good secondary. They, I think they've got more value in like a WTC scoring teams event, but I think they're still pretty decent in a in a singles. Mm, absolutely oh. nice okay well we're leaving a few heavy hitters on the bench there poor old orcs and harlequins jacari aren't going to get a sniff 
But uh, we will return to this, I guess, at the end of the edition and see how our various predictions went. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, whether it was indeed an Iron Hands dominated meta for the remaining few weeks. Um, oh. Have a little look at how Warhammer Fest goes at the weekend and you will get some clues as to whether that is indeed the case. Scrivo's back from his TTS game. Have you lost already, Scrivo, or are you just taking a time <laughs> oh, out? You won already, Tom. No, sorry, Scrivo, I'm being mean. I'm joking. I'm joking. I love you. Right. Question time. It's going to be a question why I'm so mean. Right. So, you can please do shoot questions in the chat. That is very, very welcome. Um, as ever, if you want to chuck a super chat in so Chris can buy himself some nice things, that will be very welcome as well. Thank you very much for being with us so far. Oh, Lee had to go be a husband, turn two tomorrow. Okay, yeah, fair enough, Screwy. So, we've still got a way to go. Okay, so I'm going to pluck a question out of the podcast questions. So, first one is what's the most fun you've had with a single unit in ninth edition oh good question i have an answer and it won't make me popular <laughs> go on it's uh the the rocket buggies for orcs <laughs> <laughs> look look i know i know it was not fun to play against but fuck me you got to roll so many dice for one unit you had three of them in a squad. I was running three squads of two, but if you ran three of them, you were running 99, 99, 93 uh, missiles plus the wing missiles. Uh, so that was just like a fucking ton of missiles. And then you got into DACA range and you just did a million and one strength five AP one shots. They were yeah. so good. That yeah. like strength five AP one was an actual profile that yeah. was like terrifying at that point it was crazy wasn't it yeah mm. it was so funny i played i played against brian safe at leicester with that and we were just laughing as yeah. you know these, these buggies are just doing these different things and you're just like it does what it, what what the hell is going on like absolutely crazy output really funny um how about you chris what's the most fun you've ever had with a unit in none <sighs> it's it's a really tough one, actually I, just your opponent's face when you spend one cp on the unit of 20 Admech Vanguard <laughs> and say I'm going to fire 60 shots and, and I auto wound you on fours to hit one <laughs> and I'm hitting you on twos and I'm re-rolling ones that was quite fun um, uh, so yeah <laughs> just getting better Bye -bye, bastard. Uh, so fun. Yeah, I think the satisfaction of popping greater demons for that is very, very funny. Uh, How about you, Debbie? Oh, so sorry, Chris, you got another one. I was just going to say, but in base of my most recent tournament, I fully agree with um, Jack, which is the striking scorpion exarch who auto wins. Oh, he, he's amazing. Yeah. He is a he legend. Just punches so hard. Unlike the shitty howling banshee exarch who does pretty yeah. fuck all, the. The Scorpion one is awesome. I feel like the um, the Shining Spear Exarch has to be the most fun. Because you re-roll everything, and you're like, hey, fives to wound, mortal wounds. Um, yeah. It's it not the against best you, one. Ed, but no one else, really. Oh, yeah, okay. it doesn't, he doesn't have a great day a lot of the time. But when he does, it's good. The Striking Scorpion one, it feels like half the time you get to just punt something into the sun with him turn one, yeah. which is always a good time. And half the time you go second. And half the time you go Raven second. God. And he waits in a ruin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Davey, how about you, man? Uh, so, there's a couple that come to mind. Uh, genuinely, I really, really like using Hormigants at the moment because they just do so many things. Um, but Flyrant Reaper has to be right. So yeah. good. 
Abaddon. The old, the old really running cool. away flyer. And Abaddon is very funny. Yeah. Abaddon's very fun. And uh, Ravenous in Kraken was just mm. madness. Yeah. I've got to I've got to agree with you on the uh, the flyer. And I had a great game against Adam Lane. Uh, he was playing Tau. I was playing Nids. We we just didn't step out of the ruin. He kept feeding stuff into the middle of the board so he could get Stranglehold. I kept charging it, doing my warp ritual. Oh, sorry, doing my yeah. warp ritual, charging it, overrunning back so he couldn't then kill my flyrunt. Um, which I think uh, the the only dice I rolled really were the flyrunt that game. But uh, yeah. it's such it a, just... such a, it was the most broken thing in ninth. It just was hands hard. down. Like you had you had a ranged weapon that was just. Un- unbelievable amounts of death. Yeah, for sure. Um, Drazar. It's Drazar every time. There was oh, a stage yeah. in the he game where him. just putting someone's face when Drazar goes in is just a good time. And he he doesn't always do it, but sometimes he will just one-shot the most ludicrous things. He killed a Storm Surge in one go, and I've used it before. He, he, <laughs> he occasionally just has these ludicrous days. And also... Your opponent gets a lot of fun out of killing him. Um, and it, it was a, yeah, it's a good time. Drazar is just ridiculous. He causes um, unreasonable amounts of anger. He, he really does. Especially if he kills like, two Hive Tyrants in a game with a, with a little grin on his face. Speaking of Dark, uh, uh, dark Elves, Rob says in the chat, Hamoxites are an amazing unit. Hamoxites are very good. Yeah. Very they are good. such dickheads. The amount yeah, of they are, they are so, oh, I, I am uh, always uh, baffled that Drakari no. players don't run them because they are so useful and so annoying. It's because of the list of construction, then you've got to take like yeah, the yeah. Um, You need the great homunculus. the greater homunculus and yeah. Um, another unit I'm loving at the moment is which is again is complete bullshit is Baharoth. Baharoth is ridiculous. Not Morgan Ra. Weird. Hey, I love Morgan Ra. Morgan Ra's great. Mm. Um but he owes me a fiver. So <laughs> <laughs> It's the only way he gets into lists, bribery. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, Are we yeah, there's Follow Sorry. that up with the. Oh, it's, just, it's probably the same thing as you. Um, Shurini says, What's an army that you had a lot of fun playing at a time when everyone had, uh, hated playing against it? In a very similar vein. <laughs> the Vithin yeah. Mage, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was so dull to play. I played them for four events across three weeks, and it was the most bored I've ever been playing Warhammer. It was yeah. so mind numbing. But, oh man, with Malaceptors and shit, like, that was fun. Like, oh, I can just do loads of things and you can't stop me. Whee! I wasn't playing Malaceptors. Second go, second go round Drakari with Thick City was a lot of fun. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't fun. enjoy Peak Drakari when they first came out because that was rough for everyone, but it was fun when they snuck back in again and everyone thought it was safe to go back in the water and then you turned up with your minus <laughs> cover and just rolled over. So. Oh, fuck, you're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, it was so good. It was, it was a Mortal Wounds damage two meta and you were like, I am here with my shrug and my minus one damage and my big clawed hands. How are you doing? Yeah. That I've was come a to very, very fun time. That I only play lists that are not fun for my opponent. So <laughs> everything One can argue I've played. That that's the point of competing to an extent, right? Yeah, not... no, but I'm <laughs> I'm really bad at it. Like I played uh through last season, not the season just gone, the one before, I played fully orc shooting lists. No one enjoyed playing against that. Sorry no. guys. Uh then I played a bit of Tau, a bit of Nids. Um Custodies, they're pretty fair. But then I was back to Tau. Yeah, I'm just a bad person. Obviously, don't think it changed anything. I don't think anyone Chris? enjoys playing you anywhere. Ed. No, oh, yeah, I enjoyed when enjoyed like when you just with Admic when you went first and you had all the planes <laughs> and you just went. I'm really sorry. 
for what's about to happen. But here's the thing, but... you weren't sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, this is a quick, quick game, it's a good game. Uh, it's just that reassurance as your opponent picks up half their army turn one. Yeah, like, you're like, you I'm, in a good, I'm, in a, I'm in a good spot here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it should be okay. Like the message on the WhatsApp, WhatsApp killed half the army, turn one. Might be Boom. okay in this Jobs one. Good. Feeling a bit confident. <laughs> Never bad time. <laughs> All right. Enjoyed that. Um, we had a follow up to the ultimate fun question from before, which was actually aimed at Chris. Is there anything that helps you compete at 40k that you've drawn from your time playing sport? Um, other than sharp haircuts. Obviously, well, yeah. Look, look like other than, other than, yeah. Um, I think I think it's a bit of a cycle, you know. Like when you get into sport and you're in that competitive environment, you um, you are in that group with everyone else who's the same and very competitive, and it kind of drives you on. Um, and then, therefore, you start competing and being more intense and that sort of thing, and it just kind of keeps going around and around. So I guess that's where, like, the competitive instinct and edge can help, you know, when you're in those game situations and you, you've got more of that ability to, just because you've used done it a lot, just to, like, dig down and really, like, um, harness the desire and drive to win. Whereas maybe if someone is just playing the game just because it's like a tabletop game and doesn't necessarily have that drive, Maybe, but I'm sure there are lots of people out there who haven't played competitive sport who also have that. Um, what I would say is that, because um, I played so football and cricket were my sports growing up, but when I went to um, uni, I went to Ultimate Frisbee, which is a sport which is generally mocked quite incredibly by the general sporting community, um, but actually is um, a lot of fun um, at the highest level, um, incredibly competitive, skill-based, athletic, etc., and um, it's got a very fundamental difference to other sports, which is that it's self-refereed. So there is um, there are no referees calling the fouls, you as players call the fouls. So you stick mm. to something called spirit of the game. The idea being there's no such thing as an intentional foul. And when I first got into it, coming from a competitive sporting um, like point of view, I was like, that can't work. There's no way at the highest level, at like international level or whatever, there's no way that could work. And you know what? I was completely wrong because um, I have played. I captained Cambridge at the European Championships. We played at the highest level against all the best people around, and it's very similar to 40k in as much as you think about those top tables. Often they are played in. Um, they are played in kind of that good spirit. Those takebacks. Oh yeah. General positive spirit of the game at the highest level. And actually, it's lower down where it's like people are trying to take advantage and like do the gotchas and all that sort of thing and it was the same with the ultimate you know like it was just this general the game doesn't function if like you're trying to cheat and it's the same in 40k like we all know our rules we there are so many different ways you could potentially cheat um, sure. and actually so I, yeah i think that like, ultimate definitely helped my approach in general just to like right. kind of removing that competitive um, edge, but still, fo but focusing on like the more enjoyment whilst being competitive as possible, really. But yeah, very nice. I guess in general, I guess if you play sports at a high level and you're in those pressure situations, um, then when you come to them in stuff like 40k, you're less likely to like you know start crumbling. You'll be able to think clearer yeah. as your time runs out, just because from being in those situations, you've you've learned how to manage them before. 
And to point another one out, he's also just a really great captain, which I assume he got from somewhere else. Oh. There we I, yeah, I've done a lot as, as, as someone who gets to be captain, he does it very well. Tom balancing out his earlier sass. He didn't so, put in the notes we that we were licking his ass. Well, no, <laughs> just prepared something. I just no, thought no, it was no, lies you know, to say. You know I'll be the first to join up, join in with bashing Chris, but I can't fault his captaincy. He does very well. Right, on, there we go. on a competitive level, I did a lot of sports growing up, and I was very mediocre at all of them. Um, <laughs> and I think what that taught me is find your opponent's weakness and fucking crumble it as fast as possible. Like, everything I did, there was always someone who was, like, way better than me. So it was like, I know he's really bad at this. Gotta fucking get him in that round one, yeah, or, yeah. you know, like, beat him in the sprint early on. Or, Kick him or in the shin. Kick him in the leg. Yeah, 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 you know. The ACL. Exploit... Yeah. Um, past trauma. <laughs> the Sherlock fucking name is. This mustn't register on emotion level. Mm. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, we've got another one which is a similar vein. It's a, Sai has seen Ultimate Funk's question and reversed it, which is very clever. So, in a similar vein, what's your favourite character that your opponent has played into you? What's a memorable game you've had against like a character or something that your opponent has used against you? He does say character here, I assume. So we'll go. We'll go with characters. I mean, everyone else's models are the, the enemy, and they suck. That is true. I really fucking hate Gazar. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. Gazar can stay oh, if we're bidding off one Drakari character. It's the succubus that can just fuck right <laughs> off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. After just annihilating but, yeah. whatever it was. Completely right, remind it, she's a T three elf with five wounds and Ooh, she's, she's fucked off. She's elf. fucked off six she inches. She has fucked off six inches. Yeah. She is still after, fucked the next after turn. After the elder time. player has tabled everything in that fucking quarter of the board. <laughs> the only thing you had was fight on death or like two models hitting back into her. But it doesn't matter because she's gone behind terrain. Mm. Yeah, that Jack's got a good shout there. I, all the melee Tau characters, I'm here for it. I love the melee Tau characters. I love it when a commander just goes in to try and punch something at the end or Farsight gets stuck in. That's a good time. Melee Tau, it's how you play it, man. Yeah, no, that's that's that definitely is high up there. Not least because it's a blessed relief in that game when that starts happening. Sly Marbo, I love playing against Sly Marbo as well. Sly Marbo jumped in and shot my Acolyte Icon Ward in the head and killed him in a game. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Uh, what about the uh, Yanari one? The um... Incarn. Incarn. Mm. Incarn's fun. Incarn is very fun. Very, very fun. Shit. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the weapon you never use, but it's yeah. uh, the threat. The first of it. time you play against it, it's really hard, and then you go, oh, but this is fine. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's actually not so. done that much damage. Yeah. Oh, Maybe okay. you used to switch it out for an avatar of Kane, Chris, because the mm. avatar of Kane's pretty fun. I've got mine. I've got mine. Mortarian. I was playing orcs at the time. I had yeah. all the guns in the world, and I'd, you know, that I knew it was round one. I knew uh, going in that I could kill Mortarian pretty comfortably. I had enough guns to do it, and I put my entire army into Mortarian turn one. I went for, I think I went first, shot him with everything. Didn't fucking scratch the paintwork. He had like <laughs> two, thirds, two thirds of his wounds left. Oh, amazing! Uh, and at that point, I was like, ah, so. <laughs> And then I just pivoted. Uh, he he flew around and killed some stuff, and I didn't shoot another gun at him for the entirety of the game. And um, and won a very close, tense game because I went, ah, shit, I've got to do something else. But just like watching my opponent make every save and going, hmm, this is uh, this is something, was uh, 
That was definitely something I remembered. Bellicor. Yeah, he's pretty fun. Hate Bellicor. Oh, Bellicor. No, Bellicor's pretty epic. I like playing no, against the big demons. So I always hard to kill. Yeah. It's just like, oh. Minus one well, damage at range as well. Like, yeah. Oh, minus one to hit, minus one to wound, minus one damage is, is pretty horrible. But My he's brother. Cool. Oh, it's, you know what? The best thing I've done with Bellicor is killing with spore mines. And I, I, I went through about three different games of playing Bellicor and just spore mining him to death. <laughs> it's so good. That's pretty funny. Outrageous. My brother was playing Death Watch with the Army Renown, and I had a match up into I think it was the Silent King, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this." Like, my army doesn't match up well into it. He's like, "Why not just use your delete the Silent King button?" Because he had that <laughs> fucking strat where it's just like yeah, yeah, all of your good. hits auto wound, yeah. and it's all AP yeah. one because you're in the right doctrine, and then you just make him take loads of three up saves, and he falls over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, so thanks for that. Yeah, I, I call yeah. that dropping a near fight brick on him. That does the same exactly, thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> All right, great. Next question. So, there's a lot of what was your favourite. We're, we're we're backwards looking, nostalgic people tonight. Um, in keeping with the theme, so Lee says, "What was the group's favourite ninth edition codex?" He says, "He says his was the Chaos Knights, but blend of flavour and power. I think the Chaos Knights didn't quite make the big ones good enough to be interesting to me, Lee. But I agree that the, the rules layers were cool." Eldar. Yeah, I think the Eldari book is really good. I really like it. It's a very cool book. And I regret not getting more out of it at the time. I won't make that mistake twice. Um, it's very cool. I didn't like the Harlequins side of it, but I, I like where they've fallen now as a plug-in for other stuff. I think that works. Um, Jakari, obviously a good book. Sorry to keep going on about it. But, yeah. oh, so good. Before Davey says anything, Nids. Like, <laughs> not not even the power level of them. Just, like, the depth of the book was great. Yeah, it had but a lot. also, I fucking loved playing Monster Mash. When you could just go, because I, I, before Stranglehold uh, and to the last were gone, I could play a really cagey, sit back, yeah, I'm yeah. going to score, you know, 12, is it, I think 12 points on Strangle, uh, on to the last, 15 on Stranglehold. Uh, you're just going to have to deal with that. Uh, and then they got rid of that, and now Tyrannus don't have any secondaries. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Worst book? I... Dark Angels. Fuck you, Scribbo. <laughs> 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 uh, I think Admet's the, the actual worst book, is it not? Admet. Yeah, that's shocking. Yeah. There's not much depth. You kind of just have yeah. to build into the only, It's a Skitari sales pitch mm. that is a headache to play that was only ever good in a brutal Alpha Strike fashion and which made all of the interesting looking and feeling units in that book irrelevant, right? Yeah. No. Necrons. Necrons, so <laughs> disappointing. I've got like 6,000 points of Necrons. Played them through 8th, had a positive win rate into Broken Space Marines. You know, they're really good Space Marines, the second book. Uh, and then they came out and I was like, this is going to be fucking great. Look at all these new models. I bought like four of the starter sets or like two and I swapped halves. And then I went, oh, oh no. This book is the blandest of bland. There is nothing in here that feels like Necrons. And then you just take offset carpets and you bore your opponent into leaving the table on turn three. I was exactly the same. I played them most of eight, and I'd like the flying gun line, three doom yeah. size, three oh, yeah, yeah. doomsday arcs, couple of tesseract arcs. You know, you'd be like, well, I'm going to shoot these things, and I'm going to charge these things, and then fall back and shoot next turn and get in the angles. It was so much fun. And yeah, like, super excited. I remember, like, when they revealed, like, the Void yeah. Dragon and the Silent King. I was like, it's going to yeah. be amazing. And then I put the army out on the table, built some of this, and I was like, this is miserable. It's just, can I die slowly enough to win? 
yeah. Uh, yeah just... They got rid of the most fun thing you could have when playing, um, which was the Tesla. So yeah, yeah. playing Sautech, you'd hit them with the strat, you'd hit oh, them with yeah, the, the other plus fun. one from... 30 um, shots, 54 hits. Yeah, well, you'd be exploding on fours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hitting on twos, exploding on fours, and that was fantastic. I used to take three Doomsday Arcs, not yeah. because they were good models, but because I could screen my army with them from charges, uh, <laughs> which used to like, really confuse people. But they had that um, the rule where if you rolled under the damage it did, you ignored the damage. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, like, anti-tank weapons at the time were all D6 damage, so you either rolled poorly, and I was like, ha-ha, or you rolled well, and I was like, ha-ha. Yeah, uh, uh, right uh, yeah I remember that one. That was such a good rule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Deceiver could redeploy anything onto the midfield as well. Uh, so, I want the Deceiver to be good, so... Well, I could pick up my three Doomsday Arcs and just stick them in front of the enemy and be like, blap! Very oh. nice. The good old days. Yeah. Take me back. Right. I think we're going to call it because we're running out of time here. We've got a question from DZ. Yeah, I see that. Is, the, is this edition nuts. the swan song of Phoenix Lords? No, DZ, because they keep, they're continuing to put out plastic Phoenix Lords. Um, we have Morgan Ra this edition, don't forget the impact that he has made, and there will be others coming. I'd, I'd yeah, like Jane them Zarr to... as well. Jane Zarr came out. Yeah, Morgan Ra. So I think they're going to keep getting service. They seem to have found a rule space for them that works, so it'll be interesting to see if that carries over into 10th, but I think as the aspects continue to come out, they'll, they'll still be at the heart of it. What I really want them to do is bring a Warp Spider X uh, aspect, sort of uh, Phoenix Lord back in. That would be absolutely awesome, and it could just have like Baharoth on steroids rules, where it's in like four different places every phase, doing whatever the hell it likes. Oh, that sounds um, fun for your opponents. But <laughs> when when Fagin comes, that's when it's Jenga. That's when it's game over. That's when the end times are upon us. That you'll get a little government alert on your phone that will say Fagin is here. Watch well, you out. Might. Or you, you might, might not. You might not. Or it might be early. Of, at least some of us will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so on that note. We will say goodnight. Thank you so much to everybody that tuned in. Um, I say We know it's end of edition, but we're still having fun with it, and we really appreciate you guys turning up. Um, and we'll have a bunch of report on Peter Slam and other stuff to look forward to next time out. Um, I'll let you know what Age of Sigmar's like, because I'm going to go and try that again at Warhammer Fest and see if I can't get someone to teach me 10th. Um, you're all brilliant, and we really appreciate your support. Go and have a lovely rest of your day, rest of your week. See you later. Bye-bye.